following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on 19 radio stations. The only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show for the station close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service and also the podcast. Just search The Huge Show free uh, every day wherever you download podcasts. Inside this broadcast, we'll talk about Michigan State taking on Iowa tonight. Just saw Tim Fagan from My Heart West Michigan going to the game. Spartans are playing great basketball. Michigan is reeling. We'll talk Big Ten hoops. Uh, we'll get to the college football playoff. They formally announced the 12-team playoff. Only four guaranteed spots for four highest-rated conference champions. So Notre Dame... They don't play a conference title game. They'll have to be number five through 12. I don't know. Notre Dame needs to join a conference, so I'll deliver a huge opinion on that. And we have some monster guests. Not only the longtime PA voice of the Wingstop Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, he's like Mr. Hockey in West Michigan. Eric Zane knows everything about the Griffins on and off the ice. He can pad shot stats for the goalie if need be. Uh, He can do whatever it takes. Just working the mic, working the scores table. He'll tell guys to get out of the penalty box early. He'll fast forward the clock. He really has an operation. It's almost kind of like the hockey mafia there with Zane at Van Andel Arena. And a guy behind the scenes who really isn't behind the scenes will join us inside this hour. Dog Thompson. What is it, 26 years, dog, uh, equipment manager for the Griffins? Uh, this is 27. Yeah, 27 years. Could have could have went to many NHL destinations. Loves West Michigan, has a sweet swing in softball, baseball, and golf. He's been there with, well, Zane, you've been with the Griffins how long? This is my 19th year, Bill. 19, you know, a lot of people have been there a long time. Has Kayser been there from the start? Uh, he was there the Almost. third year. He yeah. was well. He was there. He was there when the cavemen 
after the Ice Age, and then he's been with the Griffins. Yeah, and he's just starting now to get into the high point of his career. That guy's going to be doing it until he's 85. He just called uh, the West Coast Swing because uh, Ken Cal had another surgery, yep. and Bob and Paul Woods, and Kayser sounds big league. Yeah, he was in the arena this morning bouncing off his toes. He's an NHL guy now. Yeah, yeah, he's done it enough. I love it. I love it. He, you know yeah. what, and Bob, you know what he reminds me of when I hear his call. He reminds me of a legendary uh, play-by-play guy, Bruce Bruce Martin. Oh, yeah, remember Bruce Old Martin? Grand Rapids Owls. Yeah, that's who he did. He really? I think so. I didn't know yeah. that. That's what Bob's tone reminds me of in his delivery and his cadence. You're saying he's a copycat for uh, I, I, Bruce Martin? You're 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 trying to. Uh, a start a fight is what you're trying to do there. We're talking hockey. You're, yeah, we're I talking mean, hockey. We I got Canubo in studio. We no, got Coach, I'll, your good friend. I'll beat all of the, them. The head coach of the Griffins, your good buddy, will be in studio. That would be Dan Watson. Yeah, Coach Watson. I love Coach, coach Watson. Watson. We'll be in studio before the. I've never actually spoken to Coach the hour. Watson. I've never ever spoken to him. He's never stopped over to say hello. Nope, nope. I have a uh, no fraternization. How do you say the word? Fraternization. Fraternization. Yeah. I try not to fraternize with the players. Just so you know, when he plays, is that really since tough. is that since the Ben Simon incident? Yes, actually, it is, Bill. If you want to know, I try to keep my distance to avoid issues. Well, I've watched you when you send out some really cool videos uh, on Eric Zane's show Facebook page when you're doing the Griffins games, Wingstop Farm affiliate, and you love to send out the penalty box things because I really believe you're trying to goat both sides hoping that the minute they're out after serving two, four, whatever the call was, you want them to fight immediately again right in front it's of you. It's like you're reading my mind. You are. You know, I got you're in, looking I got at in both trouble sides. for doing that. I, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. I can only remove – I'm not getting you. I am only allowed to shoot video when uh, – at, like, the fans and they throw T-shirts. That's why they, they, they you have because the video I, straight I, at you, I right? I got in trouble for that. Yeah, but – It yeah, was ugly. Yeah, the reason why you've been talented so long – in broadcasting and as a PA voice of the Grand Rapids Griffins, Grand Rapids Gold, uh, Muskegon Ironmen, what are they called? West Michigan Ironmen. Well, it's close. Indoor football, Elsie Walker Arena. Is that you like the you like to live on the edge? You know, sometimes I I step too far. I uh, no, you don't. I, I don't know boundaries. No, sometimes. you don't. You just you're you're, you're entertaining, dog. <laughs> so, what you remember? First time you ever heard Zane doing PA. For the Griffins, what was your first impression? He's got a different energy. Yeah, they said that about Hannibal Lecter in the movie. Too. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't know, you know. I'm, I'm 40 feet away from the guy, you know, 50 feet away from him. I see him in a little box, and he's, you know, playing with his two fingers yep. back and forth, and I'm just like, uh, I know about this guy. Yeah, he, he's. Uh... You look like you're having psychotic episodes. I agree with that in the. Announcers, because it's kind of in between the penalty boxes, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you're doing like I, I'm not going to go anybody with Tourette syndrome. I'm not going to make fun of that. No, no, you're right. I, I the, the shakes, uh, the true. fingers are doing this borderline I, Linda Blair exercise. Yeah, it's it's weird. I've got uh, you know I don't I don't like to be in one place for too long. So it, I are get you getting claustrophobic? Fidgety. I get well, I got like ADHD and I I want to move around. So. You know, and then he comes out like a wrestler. So I don't know. Yeah, I try to. You know, he comes out on the ice like a wrestler has his own music, and I'm just like, I might as well start throwing pucks at this guy. How many PA people have their own music anywhere on earth? No. no. Nobody. Him? Well, when I come out, he, for a long time, he would actually whip the pucks at me, and I saw I would keep my eye on him. But occasionally, once or twice. He slips because he's waving to the fans, and then boom. Yep. He's hit me in the foot, and 
I mean, they're flying. And dogs as equipment guys at the end of the bench, which you are helping the guys yeah. with uh, all their oh, equipment yeah. needs, and he's the best in the business and just a good dude. And Griffins are playing great hockey, like Zane was talking about earlier. Yeah, 13-2-2 two two yep. since Christmas, and they get a uh, a really productive player back from injury and love. Huge. Yeah, he'll uh, definitely spark that power play, and five-on-five five he can skate, so... He's definitely an addition that we love. I saw in the numbers that the AHL tweeted out something that he was almost a point a game uh, in 25 games. You remember Luff, don't yeah, you? Like Luff. A, yeah, Matt Coach Watson, right? Yep. Yeah, just keep I, him I, out I, the I, NHL <laughs> in our league. He's good. I do scouting on him. I know he, all do, He guys. knows hockey, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the Gordie Howe of PA. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Zane, yeah. Zane is like the Gordie Howe of I follow of the PA. American League. I follow the American League more than I do with the Statistician NHL. Statistician for sure. Well, uh-huh. the wing's playing well, dog. You'll agree with this because you've been through it all. You know, ups, downs when they weren't. The wing's uh, top farm affiliate in Grand Rapids. When the wings play well, it's a trickle-down effect uh, for the Griffins in terms of fan interest and buzz. And, uh, and, and you get consistency with players because there's not so much movement between Detroit and GR. Right. They're not just reaching for a guy, oh, maybe he'll fill a void. Well, now they have a team that can play, so our guys stay still and you know help us out. Like you said, since Christmas, we've been pretty much on fire. Uh, who's your favorite new player, Zane? Because, again, 19th year, you've seen a lot of good ones roll through. Uh, GR, who's your new favorite Griffin? The guy like that I like to watch the most, uh, two of them, Simon Edvinson. Is he another tall dude? Is he like 6'5"? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a big boy too. Yeah. And uh, Elmer Soderblom, who's I think the biggest, one of the biggest players Is in the he 6'7"? He's a monster. He's yeah. a big, big boy. He's a big, thick kid. Hey, what a, are you telling me? Is it Kosa the... Uh, the goalie is Sebastian Kosa. Is six seven? first round draft? Yeah, pick, six, 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 six seven. Are, are they switching? You know, locker rooms with the gold. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for I height, it's, yeah. it's crazy. And, and when you it's, when he's on skates, it's like you just. I mean, because I'm little, I'm five seven and getting shorter. I'm shrinking. Who was the big dude with Boston? You know, what I'm talking about uh, Zeno Charo. Yeah, wasn't he like seven foot with skates? Yeah, on he's, or something? yeah, right around there. I mean, yeah. and and he was tough. Like he. Manhandled people. There, there seems to be that trend that the the taller guys on the backside on the blue line and and goal goalies who are six four, six five, six six, six seven. It's definitely different than when you know Peter Mrazek was in town winning cups with us. You know, five eight, five nine. Yeah. Like he can he's move, a buddy. You know, he can move. Is he still with Carolina? He's in uh, Chicago with the Blackhawks. Oh yeah, so we, we bounced around. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of Peter Mrazek, years ago. A little bit more than a decade ago, you witnessed uh, not a line brawl, a bench-clearing brawl in Rockford. Peter Mrazek was a net for the Griffins. What's going through your mind as this thing erupts? Well, <laughs> And that was a pink-out fight cancer it was, game, by It was, the way. it was. And it was a great story because I'm standing next to Blash, and he'll tell you today he has the video of where Lalan, a guy from their team, Chucks a stick at our bench, and I grab it right before it hits Blash in the face. And then I asked our and medical Lalonde guy. And was an assistant to Blash. Now the wings had no, coached. You know, this is one of the this players. Is player Lalonde. From the other team. Different. different. Oh, he, different tried to, he tried to throw a stick at our coach, and I grabbed it. So then I went down to the far end to our medical guy, and I said, you want to go grab their guys? Like, everybody's fighting. Like, it doesn't mean I have to hate you tomorrow, but, like, I want to sucker you. <laughs> so I walk out on the ice, and I grab their head coach by his tie. So I'm on the bench looking behind me at the two referees, and they're like, go ahead. Like, wow. go ahead. Wow. So I grabbed him. 
yanked him on the, the head ice. coach of the oh, yeah. Rockford team. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right on their bench, and I grabbed him with my right hand because I'm left hand. I was going to drill him, and then Gus Nyquist and Yoko Anderson pulled me off of him, put me back on the bench, and then it just erupted. Like Tristan Grant was choking out beach. He was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Like you hear from what the bench. Classic. It was unbelievable. Tristan Grant. So you're, oh, yeah. you're the equipment, you're the equipment town, guy, the, way. the yeah. equipment manager, director. Yeah, yeah. You know, well-respected. You have the Rockford coach by the tie ready to <laughs> when, jack him. I, I, I pulled him on the ice. I was like, let's go. You're being an idiot. Like, and no, none of his players came to his defense? No, 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 no. And the best part about this is 1230 in the morning, my phone starts beeping. And I'm like, What's oh, going videos on going viral. Videos, videos on here. Their assistant coach Ben Simon sends me the video of me yanking their assistant coach, coach for, for Rockford. For Rockford, the few who went on to become the Griffins head yep. coach and a good barbecuing friend of yeah. Zane's. Yeah, he uh, he sent me the video of me yanking the coach off the bench by saying, "Good job. Why didn't you hit him?" Oh, so nobody liked that guy. So so, <laughs> so then me like that, you know you know hindsight's you twenty twenty hindsight's twenty twenty. He beat. You know, abused his wife <gasps> and his kid. Oh my god! And oh, he that, had it coming. That, and he he was he was you know he had that short man's disease and like like that's one guy that I should have went to jail for. Okay. But did you I get mean, suspended? No, the refs are just like, go ahead, like we don't like this guy either. There, so the league didn't step nothing, in, right? Nothing. nothing. I got yeah. nothing. The, and the refs gave you a pass. Oh yeah, like I just looked over at him as I walked to their bench because like it's like our bench, their bench. I just came around and I was like, said a couple words to him. You know, the AHL still carries the old school mantra of protecting the ice, protecting your teammates, coaches. Yeah. Not as much. It does, but but not as much. But the NHL, you hardly see a fight at all anymore in the NHL. It's all skill, though. I wonder how long before they ban fighting with the way society, sports, going, concussions. Yeah, we, I mean, every time, you know, we get the hockey guys in. We bring it up that when are they just going to say no fighting anymore? Right. Right on. Right on. Dog, there was uh, an incident where a uh, young player overseas, he had the uh, the neck issue and he ended up losing his life. He passed yeah. from a bad neck injury. Was that in London? A, a I think it was, right? The British yeah. hockey player. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've noticed a lot of the players are wearing those neck guards now. Is that Are they bending to pressure or are they really concerned? Um, I, I think it's both. Um, I like, I supply them with them if they need them, if they want to wear them, they're more than welcome to wear them. But right now it's not mandatory, but I see that coming in the next like year or so. Like, that will be mandatory. Yeah. Because we already have to wear cut socks, like cut proof socks and cut proof wrist guards. Really? So guys don't cut their wrists, you know, skating with the skates, the skates when they're, and, yeah. they're falling or right. someone goes and a then, step over. And then your right? skates cutting your Achilles tendon, you know, stuff oh. like that. So so that's already mandatory. So yeah, now with the, that help and it happening to that poor fella, that's uh, what is that? Just basically like like goalkeepers wore? Yeah, it's like a like a turtleneck with Kevlar and you know cut resistant stuff in it, so Kevlar. it doesn't cut. Yeah, you know? and it's it's a comfort issue. It's 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 uh, kind of clumsy for them when they're when they're and it's maybe something that they're not used to. That's it's yeah. a hard sell. I mean, I mean, when their kids growing up playing in Canada, you have to wear a neck guard. Like, that's part of, like, the, you know, HEC-approved stuff in USA hockey. Do they do that in the they U.S.? Do, they do. They just mandated it now to 18 and under. It used to be kids, I think, maybe to 14, but now it's 18 and under have to wear throat guards when they play. And you still have – now everyone has to wear the protective eye shield, right? Yes, uh, shields, yep. Right, yeah. I mean, McTavish was, like, one of the last guys that didn't have to wear – they, they even wear a – you talking about Craig McTavish. Old school. Yeah, yeah that's uh, St. Louis Blues. And 
Well, you know, you see something happen like in London, which, by the way, I do want to give a shout out. Uh, Giovanni Vitale uh, out of Granville High School is actually playing minor league pro hockey uh, for Bristol, England. Nice. Yeah. yeah so okay. Playing. He, he went to Granville High School and kind of still chasing his dream, and he's All over right. in England. But somebody, yeah, I saw that died, took the. I mean, the skate right to the throat, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. yeah that was Did a, they try and charge the player with yeah, they, uh, murder manslaughter. or something? Manslaughter. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I, I, and I haven't heard anything about it. I just knew that there was uh, that was that was uh, so, that was a thing. So, dog, what else is unknown to fans at player players at all level hockey do to protect themselves? Because I didn't know they had to wear the neck guards. I did not know that until you told me. Yeah, that's that's an American and the wrist rule. and the wrist thing too. And then now we have uh, like I don't like each guy has to wear like uh, shot protectors on their skates, so they don't break their feet. Like you know, you turn your foot sideways or oh, wow. whatever. It goes over the top of the, of the go, boot. Right? Most of them do. Uh, most of them do eighty percent whatever. And then the rest of them are just stuck on the side with 3M, like, yeah. you know, whatever. I think Milwaukee is mandatory. Yes. The Admirals play. Uh, the owner says you can't play without those on there because he doesn't want to pay for broken feet. Does and Grand Rapids dictate we have what that. equipment? Yeah, 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 we have that. And then uh, also with the gloves, like on the back palms for slashes and pucks, you'll see like little, you know, three by three protection on the back of the gloves so you don't break your hand when a guy whacks you or a puck hits you. Well, with the money they're putting into signing these guys – and it's a it's a business. Yeah. They're protecting it. What what, yeah. what what piece of equipment without signaling out guys? What piece of necessary protective equipment do they complain about having to put on the most? It was definitely the the wrist guards at the beginning because they were oh I can't move my wrist to shoot the puck, and then you know then you then you know the poor guy that lost his life over in England mm. you know and now all of a sudden whoa this is okay I guess I'll just do this because you know. At the end of the day, it's almost like a sock on your wrist. It's not nothing like hardened, you know, where you can't move your wrist. It's yeah. just they haven't done it for 15 years or ever. So well, you they play feel at that, that level. It's, yeah, yeah. You want to cut, you know, they're, they're trying to protect the veins so right. you don't die 100%. on the ice. Yeah. Well, that's obvious. I, that's a. Well, dumb, thank you, Doctor. It's kind of a dumb thing to say. Okay. Well, Everybody knows okay. what it's protecting. Uh, I, I'm not going to. What do you think it was the I'm, bones? I'm, I'm not going to throw out the Grand Rapids Griffins Daily Quiz. <laughs> Zane, Zane, I'm not. We got dog time. Yeah, so a, 26 years yeah. as one of the great equipment guys on the planet when it comes to hockey. They got Bob Kayser, uh, Ego Kayser now after oh. doing the West Coast <laughs> road swing for the Wings. Uh, never returns a text. Well, that guy's no, the no, worst no, no. ever. I agree 100 with you. Yeah, I have the same issue. Ever, I have the same ever, issue. Ever, it's it's unbelievable. It is. I I I really wonder. Two things I asked him when I saw him. At the rise, the volleyball team opening night, I said, "You're blind. Yeah, you can't see." Yeah, or, he, think, or he has an old school phone that really gets like I, one out of ten texts. I think that's like he wants to be known as that because he'll see me. You think it's a signature? I don't know. He'll see me and he'll go, "Hey, got your text," and I'm like, hey, "Don't say that." Yeah. I mean, don't tell Respond, me you got it, bro. You got my text from August of 2023. I think he just. I think he's a prioritizing guy. No, and he, ever, this happened ever since he started filling in for yeah. Ken Oh, Cal. come yeah. on. As and long he did as Ken I, Daniels. He did some Valley Sports Detroit. I don't know, I think, yeah, I, I, can't, think I think we've lost him. Uh, Besides, he's Eagle. a goalie. He'll, he'll beat my face Planet, in. Planet Eagle You know right how goalies now. are. They're little boop, boop, boop. All, all their planets are 
Planet Bob, Planet Bob, all Bob, around that's, Planet that's Eagle. Bill Simonson saying that is not Eric Zane saying that. I would never, ever uh, say that. Last thing you need is another suspension with the Griffins. You know, that is, you cut deep. You cut so deep. Oh, oh I, I love dog. You in studio. And we got Coach Watson coming up uh, in about 20 minutes. We got Knubel. When Knubel, when I posted the show lineup today, right, and mentioned you, you know, Dog Thompson, mm-hmm. Eric Zane, Eric Zane Show podcast, and I said Knubel immediately. I I got a text, and he said, is Zane in oh, studio with us? Come on. Now. First it was, do you still need me today? So was oh, he, that's ridiculous. Was he trying I to, don't believe any, a word you're was saying. Was he trying to dodge you? You are a filthy, filthy liar. Oh, hold on. I looked at your Facebook post. You're like, issues with the healed show. Listen here. Well, yeah. <laughs> that I was I was telling the audience the D.L. Hughley story, which I haven't shared with them on this show. We haven't talked about the D.L. Hughley incident. Oh. Well, um, Yesterday. Oh, with Westwood One. Okay, this is 30 seconds. All right. I come in here, and I have to get the show on the air. Now, this is not Bill's fault as much as I'd like it to be. There's a couple of boring things you do, and then you call Westwood One. Hello, I'm Eric. And they're the satellite distributor to the 19 states. You're going to get all this out, and it's a real simple process. Okay, I have. he'll say, I have the audio. Send me the tone. No, we don't need to explain that. And I just hit a button. That's it on the screen. I go, Eric saying, huge show, Grand Rapids. He goes, okay, I got your audio. Send the tone. And I click the button on the screen. And the tone is what triggers the uh, right. stations to I have their breaks. a lot of inside baseball. But it's very important. If this doesn't happen, yeah, the show's yeah. not on the air. And this is 20 minutes beforehand. And just as I hit it, he goes, oh, did you say the huge show or D.L. Hughley show? I go, pretty much uh, the same. I go, <laughs> pretty much the same. <laughs> I go, no, I, I definitely said the huge show. Tell me that's okay. He goes, no, it's not. I didn't get the tone. You got to redo it. I go, I don't have another one. So I go, is there a workaround we can do for this? And he's like, no. So I'm thinking, oh my god. Now this is the last thing I needed to tell him. There's an issue because the last time I tried to do this, I almost put the station off the air. It's horrible. I had to get Brett, uh, Brett out of bed in Arizona. He's stoned, yeah. and uh, and and have him explain to me what to do. It was horrible. He got taken care of. I did get Tinker. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I get the same producers that do all the biggest shows on Westwood. So that's you know one thing that Zane's learning. Even though I'm nowhere near Bob Kayser calling the West Coast road trip no. for the Wings. No, you'll, you'll and never Bob be that is big. in the Grand Rapids Hall of Fame. They've all passed you. He, no, he's in the Grand Rapids Hall of Fame. Here's another a point where he stopped returning my text. I had him in studio. I congratulated him on getting into the Grand Rapids Hall of Fame, where they usually let the broadcasters, the TV legends, in, right? You know, Jack Doles, Warren right. Reynolds here in Grand Rapids. Right, sure. He got in, right? And I said, uh, uh, how do I nominate? I can't nominate myself. I need someone to nominate me. Oh, okay. And you I would... was expecting him to say, I'll do it for you. No, no. Total that... crickets. Yeah, he's Total turned Total crickets. There's been tension with All Kayser these broadcasters like Striegel, he passed you. Kayser passed you. Free beer is like on, on network sports these days. You're, yeah. you're, you're you think stuck. I'll be there one day? Dog Thompson, Stry- Striegel absolutely. called the Daytona 500. Yeah. Lives in and, you're, and you're playing uh, uh, XFL clips on the air. And I have, <laughs> hold on, and I have. <laughs> you have a, like a 1955 wanna, video game. Through, hold on, I want to go through your current resume right now, but I don't want to do that <laughs> You can tease it. No, I'm not teasing anything. I not, What do you mean? I'm, I'm on a, 
I'm on a network. Well, yeah, I know. There's, highly, that. There's that. Highly sold marketed well, I network. know. I'm just saying that all these guys have continued to climb the ladder, years. and you're just kind of... Climb the ladder? I, I, I did a national show. Pandemic yeah. happened. Yeah, what have you done for me lately? Six days, I don't know. Six days a week. What, what's your ladder? A step ladder I, out back with your three <laughs> C&I dogs? Okay, no, that's true. That's true. Now, that that is so true. And I, you know, yes, so I do an internet show. So what? <laughs> you got the Eric he St. said Joe yes podcast. four times there. I know. I all right. Well, I, we got to figure out time to get Coach Watson. Yeah, I gotta go in studio. We go. love you, Eric. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> See ya, bud. Yeah, we love you. Uh, stick around. Uh, more entertainment uh, coming up on the huge show across Michigan. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The Food District is now open. There's something for everyone, from Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. The 51-year sportsman's tradition continues. It's Outdoor Rema at the Suburban Collection Showplace, February 22nd through the 25th. Four football fields of outdoor equipment, boats, and activities. Buy your fishing boat from dealers who know how to rig them right. Meet the lodge operators and guides from Michigan to Africa. Hunting and fishing gear, seminars with guides and pros. Great deals on fishing boats and pontoons. And the lumberjacks are back. Free crossover admission to the Cottage and Lakefront Living Show. It's Outdoor Rema at the Suburban Collection Showplace, February 22nd through the 25th. Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'm broadcasting statewide from Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Outdoor Rama 2024 is happening this weekend. And you can join me at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. And Lomas Brown will be there on Friday, former Lion, 2 until 4. You can see Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart. You could win and meet him at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Eric Zane producing. Superfly Hayes is on a rattlesnake club hunt in Arizona for his vacation. 
More power to them. People can do what they want to do with the free time as long as they don't infringe upon mine. I'm cool with it. So Eric Zane Show podcast, look that up. Also, he's the PA voice of the Wings Top Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. We have Dog Thompson, who's been a friend of the show for decades in studio. And pretty good day to talk hockey. Wings uh, had a monster close to their West Coast road trip, winning at Calgary and in Seattle, uh, NOT. Uh, also, former Griffin, uh, Raz got a, what is it, four-year deal, Dog? Was it uh 3.2 or 3.5 million a yeah, year? Yeah, four-year deal, three and a half. Wow. Yeah, and I saw that like right this morning. Those guys must have flew back in and he woke up and he gets paid. Yeah, yeah. I gave him a shout. You know, hey, congratulations. Way to work hard. Stand in front of that net. Stay hungry, He's gonna man. going to buy a car now? Yeah, you told me after this contract, maybe a Corvette. So let's uh, hope he's around for five That's years. Awesome. And a lot of people clamoring. And a cane back on the ice. And we'll talk to Coach Watson, who's doing a great job. Griffin's playing unbelievable hockey right now since Christmas. I think 13-2-2. Two two. Is that the number, Coach? It is. Wow. It is. It's all coaching. That's what we say, right? When you win, it's all coaching. You lose, it's the players. Dog said it was the equipment room uh, for the, hey, if they don't all, have, if, all the superstitions, right? If they don't have new sticks and sharpened skates, no one's playing good. Well, and what, what about the change? What do you think uh, you in know, terms of has it been maybe consistency? It is. Uh, roster consistency. I give, I give a ton of credit to our guys, though, for what they've done behind the scenes in the locker room. It's the older guys have taken the younger guys under their wings. The younger guys are learning. They're getting better. Uh, when you have that, you, you have the ability to win. Uh, coach Watson, by the way, head coach of the Wings Top Farm and Philip the Grand Rapids Griffins. Yeah, so Raz gets the four-year extension. Uh, people clamoring on Twitter after Kane. I mean, oh, my Lord, the guy just well, – how he can put the puck on people's stick and his leadership, and he's been there. And he, he is such a valuable acquisition – uh, for the parent club. No, I agree. I mean, it's, he's he's doing what he's been doing for years yeah. and now just for a different team. But um, he's a special player, obviously, with the puck. Offensively, he's something that the Wings probably needed, did need to, to increase their, their scoring. Um, but I will say just uh, from what I understand behind the scenes, another good mentor who shares his experience, shares his experience of winning and how hard it is. You almost can feel Debrinket and him, kind of the leadership that was missing uh, in Detroit for them. Yeah, they got great leadership at the front office, obviously, led by Stevie Y. And then I see the similarities here uh, in Grand Rapids. You just mentioned the older guys taking control of the room, uh, consistency. Guys aren't going back and forth every three games. And and now you take your first year here with the squad and your staff, and you get some mojo going, and you start thinking – playoffs oh yeah we try not to but it is right there it's we're gonna we're gonna look here and after this weekend playing two really good opponents and be like Jesus there's not many weekends left here before playoffs start and we don't want to look too far ahead but we have we we've done a good job since Christmas of putting ourselves in positions to start looking at the standings to look at hey one of our first goals we set out is to make playoffs we're putting ourselves in that position to do that we've got to keep going yeah, and leadership is one. Uh, between the pipes is two. The similarities um, taken from the Wings and the Griffins and also just uh, backline play, a solid D in front of the net, and those things all come together, and it usually produces uh, great chances at winning in hockey. Yeah, it does. Uh, Goaltending is going to be huge. It's going to be massive down the stretch here. Um, I like our decor. We've got eight guys who are healthy who can all play. Uh, and you talk about leadership, you know, Josiah Didier, uh, Austin Zarnick, uh, 
uh, Rafferty, uh, Dominic Shine, uh, Reese. The, the list goes on and on. Uh, Wyatt Newpower. These guys are these guys are here to win. They're here to make sure that you know we get back to the the Griffins. And I say we because I'm a part of this now, and I feel you know responsibility to get this team back to the playoffs, back to winning hockey. And you what, listening off the guys on the blue line again. That combination of veterans. And young talent. Exactly. You know, Simon Ed. Look at our left side. Simon Evanson, Albert Johansson, mm. William Wallander, Antti Tomisto, Vero. These guys are all second-year pros and under, and they're playing like they've been around for a long, long time. And give them credit for the work that they put in and, and how much they care. that They want to get better to, to make that jump to the National Hockey League. Uh, Coach Watson and Doug Thompson, the equipment manager. Coach Watson, head coach of the Wings Top Farm Affiliate at the Grand Rapids Griffins. Uh, in the studio, I did throw out our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day, and it's had some really cool answers. What's the your personal favorite rink to watch hockey in the state of Michigan? And I'll go through some of them later in the broadcast, but people talking about from watching their kids play youth hockey to great rinks, and I didn't realize how many cool rinks we have in the state of Michigan and how big hockey is, uh, UP uh, and the Lower Peninsula. So if you want to... Join in on that at Huge Show on Twitter, uh, the Huge Show on Facebook. Uh, Dog, what's the biggest difference you see from last year to this year with this Griffin squad? I mean, the buy-in of the team. You know, wanting to you know get back to the pesky Griff way of you know jumping into the playoffs and making a long run. You know, our goalies this year have you know kept us in a lot of the games, and it's it's that's the difference is the goalies and then like you know the buying in of a team you know atmosphere. Yeah, which is pretty cool, and you're Did seeing you guys that go through eight eight goalies yeah. last year, Doc. Yeah, it was, yeah. We, we were calling you every other weekend. Hey, uh, can we <laughs> yeah, have you're uh, in left? Toledo? Coach right. Watson was yeah. with uh, Toledo in the ECHL, and they're always in the up. playoffs, so we know they're still playing. So, hey, can we grab left? Can we grab Coast? Can you know, <laughs> like, yeah, we we had uh, way too many goalies last year. Well, you've seen that stabilize with the wings, and that, that's a big thing. I think when the team looks over their shoulder, they know. They got somebody who's not going to give up six goals. Right? Exactly. Yeah, and with that said too, I mean they've been fortunate they've been able to carry three. You know <laughs> they've they've been able to carry three goalies this year up there uh, with Huso, Reimer. So that's good for rest and, and rotation, right? Exactly. And one guy goes down there; they're not looking for the next goalie from us yet. Um, obviously, Hutch got in one game up there. Good for him. But you you have consistent players all the time. You're able to build that camaraderie within the team. So what's the communication like? Is it daily? Is it weekly? Is it every other day? Uh, with you and the Wings? It's it's pretty much daily and as needed for sure. Now that we're going to be playing a bunch of games, I'm sure we're going to see them a little more often uh, in, inside the rink as they watch their prospects. And, um, you know, it, again, I, I've talked about this numerous times. I'm fortunate that we're surrounded by guys who've played in the NHL, who've who've been there, who've done that. So to for me to be able to pick their brain and, and see how they see the game, what that looks like to them, we're fortunate for that and, and glad that we can talk as much as we do. So I assume you'll get a contingent from the Wings who come over. They're there before, kind of talk to the players, feel the room, look at how guys are prepared as pros, right? Yep. How they play, and then afterwards talk to some of the guys collectively as a team individually. Yeah, they're going to have their opinions on, on how certain guys play, and, and they're going to make it known to them as, as they should. 
Uh, before the game, they, they they kind of leave them alone, let them do their thing, make sure everyone's healthy, make sure everyone's doing well. Do they talk to you about what your lineup is looking like yep. or your yeah, they lines? Do. They, right? they want to know uh, certain things, why this is happening or why do you have this guy here and what, and, and they should. They, they care about it. They want to make sure that everyone's put in positions to have success. Which that's part of my job, and um, you know they've been they've been great so far in terms of giving a little bit of flexibility uh, where we where we need to put guys, and I think that's part of, of why our, we're having success is guys are put in the right spots right now in the right roles, and and they're doing the best they can with it. That's why you became head coach. That's why you keep winning at all your stops. And Coach Watson, head coach of the Wings Top Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, in studio. Dog Thompson, twenty six years, dog. 27. 27. Who's counting? That's okay. 27 years. Not 31 like you that. All right, so what, what what's it like for you before a game, dog? Uh, how When does your day start, and what are players asking of you, or what do you prepare that they expect to be done? So the night before, I sharpen everybody's skates like I just did before I head out over here. On the morning, I usually show up, 745, stop at Tim Hortons, get the coach a coffee, double-double, uh, some hot chocolate for me, and then uh, we have a little breakfast and just, you know, whatever's needed for the day, we do it. And then uh, they go on the ice at 10 o'clock for their pregame skate. They're gone by 11.30, 12. You head home, you come back 3.30, and you're there all night just waiting, and if needed, you're there. And and from sharpening skates to – well, what's the bending the stick that a lot of people wouldn't understand unless they've played hockey? So a lot of that is uh, like each individual guy has, you know, left or right curve, flex, weight, everything. Like like Mike Canubo, who is coming on later, was always a stiff stick with a heavy blade. Guys now all want light stuff, you know, with their whatever curve. And they just want to, you know, and they just want to grab a stick and be happy with it and move on and, you know play with it they're not as demanding as the old school guys no because back then you they were wood you could heat them up you'd bend right, them yeah. with the torch that's you when know? you had the torch that's yeah you'd have there. the torch and all that stuff and good for net front battles yeah. that's what i use it whack for. yeah and when he played <laughs> he just whack guys in the legs and you know grabbed them beach up but um yeah no it's it's you know it's an expensive sport like like i told you before like if you're going to buy a stick for your kid 359 dollars a piece Wow. Just for a stick. Your skates are $1,000 a piece. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's a very expensive sport. Then you got to pay for your ice time and all that fun stuff. But you know what? Like, these guys all have what they need. And, um, you know, we try to treat them like pros. And, you know, and we, on a daily basis, you know, just show them the way to be a good person. Coach, uh, to have somebody who's into their 27th year uh, who has had opportunities to go to the show, NHL, Offers to have dog in town. That that that's a big help to you as a head coach. Huge, huge. It, it's one of those things that uh, going through the process of this job. It's in the back of my mind. I'm like, okay, if I get this job, I know I've got one guy that's left. Two guys with lash. I got one guy left that knows his way around Grand Rapids. Know how the Griffins operate. The Red Wings operate. The town operates. The right? town, everything. And to have someone like that, it's big. It's big for a coach because. There's so many things I have to worry about that now I rely heavily on Dog to to help me and guide me in certain directions. What do we do here? How does this work? How does that work? I've got the answers right next door to me. And so I'm very fortunate, very lucky that that he stuck around, has been here this long. We've been able to create this friendship over the past 14 years I've been involved with. 
uh, Toledo, you know, we're at training camps together, but just now being able to work with him day to day, uh, it's it's certainly a pleasure. Uh, he's uh, the godfather of hockey. That's right. In West Can Michigan. I just say one thing, though? Yes. Uh, Waddy told me uh, back in the day that I could play one pro game there in Toledo, you know, just to get on the ice, you know. just Did say, you play? Should I answer that? <laughs> we didn't get him in. He hurt my feelings. We didn't get him in. But you know what? It's okay. I'm glad. I'm glad you're letting it go. Yeah, uh, live yeah. on air. This is therapeutic for everybody. Yeah, thank you so much for letting me uh, share that. Oh, with the you. friendship bonds here. It's a borderline yeah. Netflix movie. We might be. We might be back on here in five years together like this. Yeah, and you still bring yeah. it up. On the one hundred percent on the ice. That's right. <laughs> the no. Watson Thompson no. story. No, no, not on the ice. Film in Toledo. We'll uh, get a, We'll get a crew down there. Let's okay? go. All right, go. Dog Thompson in studio, equipment manager for the Wingstop Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids. Griffin's also Coach Watson, the head coach, doing a hell of a job in year number one. Griffin'sHockey.com. Tickets you want to find out about the team, uh, buyer tickets, schedule, promotions, and more. Griffin'sHockey.com. That is Griffin'sHockey.com. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores, or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingacespirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals on Fresh from Meyer family pack chicken thighs for $1.49 per pound and blackberries for 99 cents. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks when I shop in-store, online, and with every qualifying prescription filled at the Meyer Pharmacy. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. 
To learn more, visit us online at MerkBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is on a rattlesnake club hunt out in Arizona on vacation. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast filling in. We do have our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. What's your favorite rank to watch a hockey game in the state of Michigan? You can drop that one, 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge that's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. And if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two, presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Also, make sure you download the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. Pretty cool sign-up bonuses waiting for you. Just search Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app wherever you download your apps. Superfly Hayes is out west on a rattlesnake hunt. Nothing says a getaway vacation like a rattlesnake hunt. In Arizona, Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast is filling in as producer. Also jumping in studio this hour, Mike Knubel, former NHL U.S. Olympian out of East Kentwood here on the west side of the state. Played for Red 
at Michigan. He'll join us. We'll talk some hockey, college, his son Cole at Notre Dame, other son Cam at Western. Both teams having great years. Michigan State, number three in the country. And also Cole playing against Mike's old school this weekend in Ann Arbor. That would be pretty cool at Yost Arena. I did throw out our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day. The best rink to watch a hockey game, your personal favorite in the state of Michigan. And that could be from youth hockey to high school to college to USHL. It could be Saginaw Spirit, Flint Firebirds, down the list, Griffins, even to the UP, all the college ranks. Mike, after reading through some of the comments, you forget how big at time, not you because you're in the business, you coach Southside Ice Arena, all this. But the sport of hockey and the ranks in this state that are really, not everyone has to be a multi-million dollar facility, but they have some history to them. They have a personality when you walk in. Uh, the sport of hockey alive and well in the state of Michigan. I think even, I mean, I'm sure like obviously there's a lot of tension in Detroit and Grand Rapids and kind of down here, but the UP is is crazy, you know, and and – you know, the Calumet High Schools and Houghton's. And, I mean, that's what they do in the wintertime there. And basketball's big, too, I'm sure, you know. But they're high school hockey, and those kids take a lot of pride in, in playing there. And, I mean, uh, it's funny. The Red Wings just played an exhibition game up there a couple of years ago. I yeah, think St. They played Louis. St. Louis. I was there doing my show yeah, yeah. at Calumet. Cra- is that where it was? Calumet. Yeah, so that was that hockey, that Craftville hockey. It's a big promotion Hockey game. town or something. Yeah, yeah. Hockeyville. Yeah, Hockeyville. Yeah, hockey, yeah, and then uh, through Craft or whatever and, and the NHL, and they award that game. And, you get an NHL preseason game. So that was Calumet. I couldn't remember if it was Houghton or it where had it was. Such a but, feel to it. It looked oh, really yeah. old school. And and you could see the blues and the wings players yeah. that showed up that they respected it because yeah. they know they know where they started. Right. right? And I, I haven't seen a game at Tech. I haven't seen a game at Northern. I have a Tech. That's like a mini NHL yeah. arena. I, I like to. I think, uh, you know, for people up there, it's it's what you do on Fridays, and, and that's pretty – that's a pretty good spot. So, like I said, a lot of tension down here, but I think the UP is is it's you know it's like Minnesota and all that, like all combined. Michigan and Minnesota, if you mash them together, it's like combined, all combined together. Well, I know Southside is overseeing the East Kentwood High School ice arena, and you go back there and you remember your days playing for Coach Baum, right? Yeah. And and then you take uh, LC Walker Arena, which now has been through multi different names. I think one of your sons. Can play there for, there. Yeah, for a while, USHL, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and the Lumberjacks have a long history there. And uh, the high school ranks, the, you know, whether it's Patterson Ice Rink or Southside uh, here in town. And then you get to Little Caesars Arena is the modern side of things, right? Munn mm-hmm. is a great hockey venue, huge home ice advantage. Same thing for Northern, as you mentioned, Michigan Tech. Lake Superior State, you got Michigan, obviously, with Yost, right? Mm-hmm. You played there. That place is insane. Yeah, that's uh, it's a lot different than when I played. They really – it was almost like a, you know, like a all barn. the windows were blacked out. <laughs> it was just really dark and, like, dingy in there and, you know, the old magnesium lights. And then, you know, a couple – maybe 10 years ago, they broke up the ice plan and they, like, stripped the windows down and really brightened, brightened the place up. And so it's a super kind of unique place to – to play and different still have a lot of obstructed view seats and you're behind pillars if you if you're not careful with the right tickets you get behind a pillar or something but uh, a lot of character in that rink and obviously a lot of history and in, in our family and enjoyed our time there and i've been and seen the rebirth of dow arena where the saginaw spirit play right 
Flint Firebirds in the OHL. Uh, they redid uh, the arena there, uh, and it's just really cool, the, the sport of hockey. So out of all the arenas you've ever been to, and, and you played at Michigan, right, and you played at the old Joe, which was a, a classic old-school arena, the old stadium in Chicago. I, I was there a couple times. That place was unbelievable with the national anthem. What's your fate? What has the most character out of any rink you've ever been to, either as a player, as a parent, as a coach, uh, or just a hockey fan? Including in, like the NHL? In the state, in the state oh, of in the Michigan. State. state of Michigan. I know. I wish I would have had time to think about this on my drive in. I mean, obviously, I, I like, I mean, Joe Lewis was kind of the mecca for kids my age. I remember I won, like, it was almost like a skill. You know, football might call it punt, pass, and. Kick, kick right? or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of those, and maybe the Red Wings put it on. He had to qualify. And sometime, sometime, somehow, I made the, the final. And How old were you? I was probably 11 or so, 12. So you're, like, at, you're at the job, Yeah, and to right? see, and, and I think they did some of the pre-qualifying at the rink, and I'd never seen seats go that high. Like, these seats just kept going and going and going. So anyway, I made it to the final. It was, ironically, we got to go out there between periods with the Bruins. I think the Red Wings were playing the Bruins, and – I think we had, you know, a little five-minute stint between periods, and I, I don't think I won anything. <laughs> I was pretty nervous and, and didn't win anything. But with people in the stands, I mean, the kid, you know, a little kid, your first time in front of playing like that, like it's your heart's up in your throat. You can't even can't even do that. That's That was crazy. But, I mean, there's so many little rinks that I think I got back to uh, and playing when I grew up. I mean, I played down in Wyandotte. This Yak Arena back in the day was good. I think it was really wood like wood ceiling and stuff. And I mean, grew up playing at Frazier and Frazier used to be three rink, three rinks and now it's five. And you know, it's now you're going back with your kids and stuff and, and, you know, played in Lansing, got the chance to play at Mon and used to have LIG, which was Lansing ice and gymnastics. That was another place on Lake Lansing road that probably closed down. And this is when you're traveling yeah, around playing battle hockey, Creek. Right? They used to have a rink in battle Creek. They would bring you team USA would play this Russian thing over Christmas. Uh, it was a Kellogg Center, I think, in yeah, Battle Creek. They still have, have that, rink. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the old stadium here. I mean, Stadium Arena, I think, in Grand Rapids. Now you're getting me talking here. So now Stadium Arena, when the Owls played here. I mean, that was super. And the rivalry cool. they, they had with Kalamazoo and Muskegon. Yeah, and yeah, don't forget about uh, Wing Stadium, yeah, too. I played, junior, I played a year of junior hockey there. Played there you At know, Wing Stadium? Yeah, Wing Stadium. And Muskegon has so much pro tradition and now USHL. But uh, the, the Stadium Arena was great because just because, I mean, the rats running around and it was just like – Half the lights on the score clock worked. I mean, the it, the place was like band-aided together, duct taped together. Like, it, was, it was it was old school slap oh, shot, right? Yeah. yeah, it was. I think I saw I saw um, when the basketball team played there here when the G League team started there. The drive, I think they played a year or two there, and to walk through there and it kind of had the same like, you know, when you come out of the concourse and you walk through the little tunnel to come into the arena, and it was yeah. the same like the little channels to go out. And it just started. I started like, oh my god, the this is like coming back to me here, you know, and it's. But uh, Stadium Arena was that was the old IHL, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the I. Yeah, yeah, yeah the IHL. Yeah. And you're talking the one where the uh, Firebirds play in Flint now. That's so we that used to be the high school state championship. IMA, IMA. Yeah, we won a state arena. championship there, and that rank off a bad bounce behind the Zamboni doors. Got a good, nice kick off the doors and beat Trenton in uh, uh, in 1990. I think it was. Was yeah, that March Coach Bomb? 19, yeah, 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 1990. East Kentwood. Yeah, Kentwood against Trenton. We we didn't deserve to win the game, but we did win it that day, and that's all that mattered. But uh, I'm sure there's guys from Trenton listening to this. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, might hear it, but but uh, yeah, no, it's. I mean, there's the rinks and character. There's character of rinks around. Oh, all right, town. you're right. The UP 
and going up there for that Hockeyville and the multiple times I've been there because of our affiliate in Houghton Hancock, Calumet, 107.3 and AM 920 WMPL. Hockey has a – it almost feels like you're in another country mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. It does because hockey in the crowd and when I hosted a, a Veterans Day thing inside their arena, crowd's really respectful. Except they don't like Northern Michigan, right? Mm. <laughs> That's a great rivalry, mm-hmm. by the way. And but just really respectful, loud. It's not a big building. It may hold four thousand, but one of their graduates works for Sanyo, so they had like an NHL level uh, scoreboard, right? Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. looked like a mini, uh, a mini NHL rink. Mm-hmm. And they have suites. They're selling beer, right? Yeah. yeah. It really felt at at the pro level, and you know, tech and. Just good people connected to it. Uh, some of the comments coming in on our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. Favorite rink in the state of Michigan to watch a hockey game? Matthew Weir says, uh, watching the Lumberjacks uh, at Trinity Health Arena, which is the mm-hmm. old yep. LC Walker Arena, Alexandria Smith, Patterson, best concessions around. Concessions make a wow. difference. Patterson got a beer license, too. So in the last two years, so, yeah, so Tommy, the concessions. yeah, Tommy Maney over there, yeah, Tommy yeah, Maney, he got a yeah. beer license. You better, so you better really, talk to Travis and the yeah, guys at Southside. Yeah, I know, Southside. right? Yeah, I know. They're like, like yeah, Byron yeah. Center a little bit different getting yeah, the beer yeah, license a little bit. Yeah, yeah, than but what they, Kenwood, they, right? Yeah, no, Patterson's concession. You knew game that right away went through the roof. I know exactly where they're going with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Concessions, better concessions with a smiley <laughs> Call face. Call it tap. Yeah, because better concessions with a smiley face meant that the parents could drink. Yeah, yeah, Michael. Uh, Malmborg, Yost is definitely the craziest and most energizing, but Puller Stadium in Sault Ste. Marie mm-hmm. was my favorite rink to play on and watch a game. It's hands down the best rink in the state. I've been by it. I have not been in it. They have they, um, kind of in conjunction with the casinos up there. They, they have a nice new co- – it's like um, something bare up there. It's a, it's a, That's a nice rink. We we played there. But the Polar – it's like the Polar Palace or something, Polar yeah. Ice or something. Yeah. It's right along – I think it's right along the like the canal, the locks. Really? Yeah. It's pretty close to Antlers, that restaurant up there. It's I've seen it up there. Haven't been, I haven't been in there for a game, but I've been by it. I know, I know where it is. Yeah, Scott Miller uh, comments on the Huge Show Facebook page, The Dow, which is in Saginaw, home of the spirit. Yost is great. Uh, I was just at Center Ice, Traverse City. That's where mm-hmm. the Wings. Yeah, Wings hold their training camp. And also they do the what prospect camp up there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, some yeah, other teams. Tournament and, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, so that place, you know, the, the, the money that's been raised through the years there, I mean, that, you know, for them to hold that tournament, they had to get all new boards. I mean, the NHLPA got involved, and they had to get ice, you know, NHL glass and board system in there because they didn't want players like going against the harder glass that some of the community that rinks have. Right, yeah. yeah, and so this stuff gives, and they've had to do, you know, they, they that rink has benefited greatly from uh, hosting that tournament for sure. Yeah, Chad Portigas says Michigan Tech's ice arena. I think McKinnis Arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was there, the only thing to do at Tech besides schoolwork was drink beer and watch hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. There you go. Uh, Sean Patrick says Wing Stadium. Uh, Jack Baird, Lawson Ice Arena, where your son can play. Yeah, yeah. At West, they got the Lawson Lunatics, right? Yeah, that's, um, yeah, they get about, you know, it's probably 2,000, maybe 2,500 kids a Make game. Make some noise. Yeah, though, they're, right? they're like goal line to goal line um, across from the benches. And it's, um, uh, it's, a, it's really cool to see. If you haven't seen a game down there, it's really, uh, really great to watch. And they have little chants they do and little songs they sing. It's, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. Our little nieces, we have little nieces like a 12, 10, and 8. 
and they go and they just can't even believe what's coming out of the kids' mouths. And, oh my God! Man, oh yeah, they, they love it. Can't they can't even it. believe it. They're elbowing each other. Like, can you hear that? You know, and they, yeah. well, that's they pretty cool it. for you yeah. to be able to go see Cam at yeah. Western, where yeah. for, you know, they've been in the top twenty-five the last two years, most weeks, and then Cole, you know, hour and a half, hour forty-five away down in South Bennett, ND. Uh, Wing Stadium, Neil Florence says that. Uh, Matt Pretzer says Dow Event Center, go Spirit, Dennis Goble. I also love uh, LC Walker Arena back in the day. Uh, Scottway, the Mac, that's what they call it, uh, in Houghton for Michigan Tech. Um, Saginaw's Wendler Arena is the best. That's it. I think it's Dow. I think it's yeah, I don't Dow know, Wendler. Yeah. I don't. Is that a different arena? I don't know. No, I saw Metallica up in Saginaw at that rink back in Old the nineties. Yeah, yeah, back in when the nineties. Just starting. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's another. If Wendler is another ice rink uh, in Saginaw, Matt Pearl says hands down Yost Arena, Beth Covey Lawson Ice Arena, uh, Jared Seguinos, Sutton Straub Yost, Andrew Berger Little Caesars Arena. It's almost kind of like Ford Field. Little Caesars mm-hmm. is. Yeah. It's almost like you're at a mall watching a. Yeah. Pro sporting event. Yeah, right? It's yeah, almost right. too nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, compared to, I mean, the Joe we walked in there, it, it was hot dogs, pizza, and spilled beer. I mean, that's all you smelled everywhere, you know? And On the floor. The yeah, and your, floor foot, was like your cement, feet would stick right? a little bit going yeah. up the stairs. Your feet would stick a little. Little Caesars and, now with like the food court out there yeah. and everything and the sweets and the way it's broken up almost feels like you're at a really cool mall. Watching the NHL. It's not a negative. It's no, part of the There's business. a lot of people underneath, you know, that don't actually come out to the seats. So uh, sometimes on TV it doesn't do it justice to how many people are actually there. And I've been guilty of that. You can get stuck down underneath <laughs> at Caesars for sure. So Yeah, Mike Flowers says the old stadium arena in Grand Rapids with a leaky roof. <laughs> Amongst other things. Yeah. Rats running Rats, around. I oh, love yeah, that. Yeah. Jolly Roger, that was an old uh, rink out Cascade, Christian, right? Well, no, that's Christian. Uh, now Christian Heist. Yeah, that's Jolly Roger. Grand Rapids right. Christian, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cascade Arena was right there, Thornhills and 28th Street. and Another rink. Yeah. Used to be one of those guppy learn-to-swim places now. Yeah. Like it's, uh, yeah. Rob Van or Val Conan, uh, the rink at Ferris State, they they mm-hmm. just redid that entire building. Ferris State, D1 Hockey, they have a nice I saw building. my first game. I had never been there. I hadn't been there since I played there in the 90s, and Western played up there, so I went up there and watched. And I thought it was great. I'd seen a basketball game there. I kind of poked my head into the rink. I mean, the ceiling is basically as high as the studio here, but but I thought it was in great shape and it was bright and it was warm, man. Like it was really warm in there for, for shockingly for for being in Big Rapids. It was really warm. And they just that was a great the building too. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was really a real nice. nice and I, they added on for the team. There's they built like an out building, connected it, and added locker room space for them. And yeah, I know I know it's like a multi. I know a lot of teams work out there, and I know it's like a, a big part of the center, and you know, a big part of the athletics in campus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really, they've done great things yeah. at Ferris. Uh, Matt Strickling says Midland Civic Arena, never been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played there as a kid. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Ted uh, Oberhelman says Wendler, Wendler Arena. So it's at the Dow Event Center. It's okay. Yeah. Name Wendler yeah. Arena. It's the yeah. same thing. Um, the Mack and Houghton, the Coliseum and Calumet, that's where the Hockeyville game mm-hmm. was. And the it's the oldest operating continuous use ice rink in North America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's tons of tradition up there. Like, I mean, it's been around forever. And I mean, it's it's great. It's awesome to see the birthplace of pro hockey, the D Stadium up there, really? north of Houghton Hancock. I did not uh, know that. Yeah, and yeah. He says some of the best rinks in Michigan up there in the Houghton Hancock. Yeah, Kelly Matter. It's beautiful up there. It really yeah. is. I don't know. It jogs my memory. There's one down in St. Joe. My my buddy, I 
my buddy's kids play there. They live down in the St. Joe area. There's, it's a pavilion, I think. I think it's certain, you know, a lot of times the sides are open, but their youth teams play out of this pavilion down there. In St. Awesome. Joe, where it's, you feel like it's a little bit too south, right? It would make sense in the UP for sure, but there's a cool one down in St. Joe that's got no sides, I guess, or something. You know, hockey uh, at the club level, also school level, Adrian College, mm-hmm. they do mm-hmm. a great job, yeah. and yeah. they have Arrington Ice Arena, John Roberts, from 96.5, the cave that carries a huge show in the Adrian Southeast Michigan area brings up that. Mike Meyer also said L.C. Walker, John Fuller, Wings, uh, Lawson. You know, when I just draw this question and thought about it this morning, our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day, you start to think about all the ranks we have in this state. Mm-hmm. And I know you and I have talked hockey a long time. We had Dog, uh, Coach Watson, Eric Zane, the PA voice uh, of the Griffins, also joined us. But, you know, in terms of you, – you travel everywhere. In terms of facilities, all levels from youth to high school to college to minor league, you know, junior league to the pros, where does this state rank when it comes to hockey nationally in America? Well, I would say, you know, spending time, like, since uh, kids have made junior hockey, a lot of times it's been our focus in Michigan. And that gets when you're youth levels and stuff, Michigan gets a lot of attention. But Minnesota, I think, is uh, an unbelievable setup in the way they do things. Here, here. so you take you take like a town like East Grand Rapids or you take Forest Hills area or you take Caledonia or Kentwood or whatever. You know, in Minnesota, all those little towns, you don't play anywhere but in your town. So all these little towns play each other. Every Every town has a city-funded rink. And a lot of them have two or three sheets, and the city owns it, and they run all the programs, and their infrastructure, the way they the way things are set, are all designed uh, for these club feeder programs to go all the way up to the high schools, and and obviously the the the, the big draw in Minnesota's been like that ever since you know forever has been Minnesota high school hockey. Now there's people debating that that maybe the best players in Minnesota are going to USA national team instead, or they're going to the USHL and skipping out, leaving early, so. You know, you have a couple good players on each team, but but that tradition and that that the number of players who are registered with USA Hockey, I, I think, and I think we have a lot in Michigan. I want to say Minnesota's double. You know, if we have twenty five, thirty thousand players reg- registered a year, they're more like fifty, mm. and it's it's you know, and it's communities and rinks and ponds and and a, a little bit more. Kind of like what high school football is in Texas. Yeah, Hockey's the yeah, same thing they in are. Minnesota, yeah, yeah. Right? Minnesota, Minnesota's the the one. And, and but then I think Michigan is. You know, when our kids were playing in D.C. and stuff, people talk about Michigan. Oh, it's got to get up to Michigan. And and frankly, a lot of kids move to Michigan at the club level when they're 14, 15, 16 from other parts of the country to come. You know, play and play uh, with our AAA teams in Michigan. So. Uh, yeah, even even at Fox, I mean, we have kids from Alaska come in, Connecticut. You know. Tennessee, St. Louis, wherever kids, you know, they come in from Minnesota as well. So it's, it's, it, it's still it's certainly a big job a lot because you know the number of players and the high quality of players here, and, and the amount, frankly, the amount of colleges around and stuff, areas to get scouted. Patrick Curran says Van Andel Arena, which is a great mm-hmm. uh, building yeah. uh, for the Griffins, the Wings top farm affiliate in the AHL. They they host their GLI uh, during the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had some other hockey events come through here, their three-on-three summer ice thing. Uh, that has great vantage points, uh, a great hockey building. Yep, $2 beers and $2 hot dogs on Fridays. That always drives are playing good hockey, 13-2-2 yeah, yeah. since Christmas. I ran into Dan and uh, Dog on the way up here. I was talking to them in the lobby for a little bit, and they said uh, – 
They've been buzzing pretty good lately. So uh, it's that time of year for them to really kind of grab hold of your season and figure out what kind of team you're going to be. All right, so let's talk about the Wings. Speaking of playing good hockey, we'll get to the Wings and their push to get back to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Your thoughts on their top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. Mike Knubel, former NHL star, U.S. Olympian, calls West Michigan home, joining us uh, in studio. If you want to answer our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day, the best rink you've been to to watch hockey at any level in the state of Michigan, you can drop that at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also on the text chain, Text HUGE to 21,000. You can interact free with the show anytime you want to. And if you want to get in on a shot at winning Lomas Brown's Custom Lions Golf Cart from Impact Power Sports. Now they're on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer. This is a tricked out golf cart. Lions logos, colors. Uh, You could win it this summer at the HUGE Golf Event. All you have to do is text Impact to 21000. Text Impact to 21000. And if you're ever looking for your own custom golf cart for the neighborhood, for your golf club, for your business, lake house, any need, talk to Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. They're on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR, and they service all of Michigan. And also look for them on Facebook. From Petoskey to Detroit. This show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dress Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. 
You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast presented in part by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Make sure you download the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app wherever you download apps. They have some huge sign-up bonuses waiting for you. Just download the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. Mike Knubel, former NHL star, East Kentwood Falcon, Michigan Wolverine, Red Wing, U.S. Olympian, former assistant coach of the Grand Rapids Griffins, part of the crew at Southside Ice Arena, also overseeing East Kentwood Ice Arena. Son Cole at Notre Dame. Cam is playing hockey down in Kalamazoo at Western. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast, also back in studio. Longtime PA voice of the Grand Rapids Griffins, the Wings top. Farm affiliate, Thank one you, of the Bill. great voices. You, appreciate, seriously, that. On a appreciate that. Serious note, away from and what I, I personally I know, feel about I know you. you are. Away from what I personally feel about you. Which is a great, horrible. a great, no, no, I like you. Okay, not love, but I like you. You're really good on the PI. You're entertaining. Thank you, you are. That's what Mike Knubel told me during the last break. So Knubel's in studio. Uh, Griffin's right now. We'll get to, in a moment, their 13-2-2 run. But the Wings... Uh, finished off wins. I'm listening to Bob Kayser, the voice of the Griffins. I listened a little bit. I heard that yesterday. At Calgary, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think four zip win. Uh, got the goal in OT to win in Seattle yesterday. Closed with four points. Uh, they seem to have everything where come playoff time, I don't see a lot of teams I would fear right now. You don't want to hook up with Toronto or down the road uh, with Edmonton, but the Wings playing some good hockey. Well, Certainly that four-game trip got off to a bit of a scary start, and that's a trip that can – I mean, that can break you a little bit. You know, you know, risking eight points on the road, you go to Edmonton and Connor McDavid has a six-point night on you and then go to Vancouver and lose again. So all of a sudden you're halfway through the trip and you're 0-2, and, and then, you know, great for them to muster up a real good win at Calgary and then, you know, a gutsy win yesterday too in Seattle and – and win in overtime. So to come out of that with four points, you know, it's a demanding trip. It's a demanding time of year. And combining those two together to come out, you know, with a with four, four points out of eight kind of keeps them in the hunt, you know, versus you lose everything there or you only get two and you start to fall behind. And, again, at this time of year, it's just staying with the pack, right? And then maybe you can get on a little bit of run and, and try and, you know, maybe rise a notch or two. But don't fall out of the pack right now. Just stay in the fight. Um. Yeah, right now they're in the wild card, mm-hmm. but a bad week. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been, you've lived that, you've had that moment yourself, where you know all of a sudden the bottom drops out. And what do teams do to try to recapture that that magic? That seems like once a team were to start on a slide, getting that back is 
very difficult, I guess. Well, we saw last year, I think there were two games at Ottawa. Right. And they slid right there, and that was right coincided with the trade deadline. And Steve traded Bertuzzi, traded Sunquist, he traded a couple other guys, and basically cut cut bait on the season, right? And so, you know, I like this time of year as a player when it started. Now you're watching the standings. I mean, it was like 25 games to go or something, and now you're starting to watch the standings. You're watching your own standings. You're watching the other team's standings. And the trick is to kind of view these 25 games in smaller segments and just try and play and, you know, if you say, you know, like, hey, these next three games, you know, against maybe we're playing first, second place teams, we got to get, you know, we have next three games, six points possible. We got to come out with two, three, you know, four is a bonus. Like if we get four points in the next six, that's great, you know, but we've got to come out with two or three. And so um, not that any of that stuff is drop dead time yet, you know, like say that didn't work. You know, it's not like the whole season's over by any means, but um, certainly you're just you're trying to stay real focused in small small windows of time when you you know you're playing for the big window. You're playing in this big window. Were there any times during your career that people were looking at whatever team you were on at the time as like, oh, mathematically they've got a shot, but there's no chance, and then you did in fact come back and like get in. Well, I think I think um, uh, one year when we had Pat Burns was our coach, they fired him eight, eight games in, and then we Mike Keenan came in, okay. and we lost on the eighty second game. I mean, it was the eighty second game, and 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 we didn't make the playoffs. Um, I've been on teams where we thought we were going to play somebody the last game of the year. We thought we had the playoff lined up and done the interviews with say we're playing New Jersey, think we're playing New Jersey, and right. then watch a game literally fall apart, watch New Jersey in the third period who is leading Montreal 4-1 to one in the third period, and Montreal comes back and wins the game. Now we got Montreal. So the reporters had to come and back in and, and ask Montreal. new questions about Montreal. So yeah, I don't know. Some of was on the locker room. We weren't leaving yet. Like the, we, I remember we were on Long Island or something, and, and we were watching, and, and, yeah, we did. We did a bunch. You know, the reporters are getting ahead of the story and getting their articles set for – or their work done for for the ensuing playoff series, and then watch it crumble in the third period on TV, and they yeah. had to come back. We got to reask a bunch of questions, and and now you have a new opponent. So, I mean, it. And I think the league likes it when you have a two point. You know, you get two points for a win, one for an overtime loss. It's really hard to get away from teams, right. you know. And everybody's clumped together, and so um, the league loves it. They love the cities, the fact that there might be ten or eleven teams going for eight spots, and it just keeps cities interested and fans interested and drives interest. And it's just the way the league loves it. Mike Knubel, Eric Zane in studio uh, here on the Huge Show. I will tell you, every time I look at the Wings roster, they they look like a playoff team. Mm-hmm. I know paper doesn't get it done, but you know Larkin, uh, DeBrincat, uh, Raymond, Sprong, Comfort. Look at Mo Sider has become one of the better players in the league. Kane, when he's back on the ice, the leadership, the experience, the guy that's been there, great goaltending with Lyon. Uh, I. They got everything. I, I unless there's a, a rash of injuries at the end, they they have to be a playoff team. Right. I would so think. yeah, and you have to think, you know, like you know, as as a GM, you know, I'm sure Steve's like, how do I tweak this a little bit without disrupting things? I think they've got some really nice balance. I mean, looking at the stats, there's probably seven or eight guys with ten goals. That's what I mean. You know, and Patrick Kane is nine, and look at Valeno I mean, and Fabry down the list. You're yeah. looking at the quality lines they have. I I don't. I know Edmonton and Toronto are playing outstanding hockey, but the depth they bring every game. Yeah, it's nice balance. I think, you know, there's nobody that's going to, like, scare you out of the rink on that team right now. You know, Patrick Kane um, is Patrick Kane, but he's 36-year-old Patrick Kane. But you can't, you can't underestimate what he's brought. 
uh, in and be able to, number one, be healthy enough to keep playing and be a factor and be a relevant player every night and at least be available every night to play. And then number two, he's come in and been a point per game and right in on the PP and just a real um, uh, like rudder, like for the ship, just steering the ship and, 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 uh, and producing great hockey and playing great hockey and, and just another boost. And it takes a load off some younger guys where he can, he can eat up some more minutes and, and, and play a bigger role and, 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 uh, and, and let these younger guys kind of, before they're ready to assume a power play, you know, first power play role or whatever, they can kind of be off, you know, and the focus isn't on them as much. And Patrick takes some of that off. When was the last time you looked at a wings roster and said, I, I don't see a lot of holes? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I, I, I still think, I mean, you know, who can you, you know, what can you do to improve this, you know, a little bit, you know, and there's well, always, you, you know, what there's you always, think? yeah. I mean, I guess probably, you know, add a little more maybe offensive pop and, you know, you have, you have to do it without upsetting the the apple cart here. You know, I think there's probably a good vibe in the room and, and that's that's the thing as a player this time of year you start looking around and you're like oh, I hope they don't mess this up you know I hope our I hope our GM is has a good feel for our room and he's listening to the coach and like sometimes sometimes a great move is not to do anything you know and let it go and see if he can't get in and and then uh, and then uh, see who you want to retain the next year and and make some promises to guys that hey I'm not going to trade anybody right now because I want to sign you uh, we'll get it done this summer but this is my Olive Branch to you that I'm not trading you, but I'm going to sign you this summer and try and have that feel for feel for uh, your locker room and try and keep guys going. But I mean, there's not a GM out there that's not going to try and tweak it. It's just what do you need? Do you have to come in with like a hammer? You got to find something huge, or is it just like a part or two that can give you a little bit more? What about uh, Rasmussen getting the four year mm-hmm. extension Saw today? That today well, yeah. what, what message was that off of two big wins on the road to end that West Coast road swing about signing Raz? And announcing that today, is there a message there? Well, I don't know. I mean, that probably could have been done a week or two ago and just kind of kept it quiet till I got it going. It's a slow news day today, so just get it out there. But it's something positive, and it's certainly, uh, you know, Michael's been a good player. He, he spent some time here in Grand Rapids. It took him a little bit to really kind of find himself as a player and, and play like a big man, and I think he's done a real nice job with that. And so, again, being a young player, first-round pick, it's, you know, he's kind of a nice third-line guy and – and again, he doesn't have to carry too much load, but he is six six, and he's a huge net front presence, and and he's a pretty nice asset to have, and he's been relatively healthy, you know, and so um, makes a lot of sense. I think it's a good signing for both sides, especially with the amount he signed for is like three three two five for four years or something like that. It's a pretty reasonable amount for a guy like yeah, that. Yeah, goodbye on twelve. Yeah, right. You know, 12, 13, yeah. Though, right? All relative, right? You know. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, when you 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 talk about that. And um, that type of signing, that type of excitement, um, you had to have experienced that yourself where all of a sudden you get a big payday. And I, I can't imagine how exciting that was. Can you take a, take uh, the audience through that as to what that's like when you see something like that happen? Your dreams are coming true right before your eyes. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting. Now, now the game's a little bit different. The collective bargaining has made this game much younger. So back in our day, say you were a Michael Rasmussen, you had to wait till you are going to be like 30 or 31 to really have that power to like negotiate a pretty good deal. They could kind of string you along and didn't really have to do too much. Um, so now you got to kind of get your younger core together before they can turn. You can turn unrestricted free agent a lot. So he probably gave a year maybe of unrestricted free agency that fourth year, he might have been eligible for unrestricted free agency, maybe as a 27-year-old, you know. And so they have to make a little bit more of a commitment back then. But, you know, for, for a player, you know, he's coming off uh, uh, another contract and 
probably more or less doubled it, you know, doubled, probably double plus his salary or whatever. But, you know, it's a bit of a distraction when you're playing and you're trying to like, you know, your agent's talking to the GM and you're kind of sweating your games and you're like, wow, I played really well today, but, you know, I don't have the points or, you know, I'm building and building. And, and so um, it's certainly a big thrill to, uh, it makes your summer a lot easier, but, you know, you have to, right. you have to perform on the ice, but it's certainly, you know, uh, and you're talking about yeah, making your dreams come true or whatever. But it, yeah, it's nice when you know your right, salary is right. going to double and go tell two, three times the next year. Tell me something fun that you purchased that was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to drop that hammer. Was it a watch? Yeah, was it a bowl? yeah, it's was probably it yeah. And I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I guess it'd be a Rolex. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, fantastic yeah. watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's in I wear it 360 days of the year. Anyway. You still so, have oh, the yeah, watch. Yeah, got it it's got to right be insured. Yeah, yeah. An insured yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. He's got but, it on right now. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's awesome. Wear that's all awesome. The time, and he know, gives so. us one every time he comes yeah. in the studio. Yeah, yeah. that's right. We yeah. have to kiss it. Yeah. Right? Kiss but the I, watch. I think Mike's not yeah. that type of guy. No, I know. And I was, you know, again, my whole stuff was later. Like I was like 30 plus and had kids. So you're like, okay, good. I can, I can feed these mouths. <laughs> you okay. know, but like, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously you're going to, you might look for your twenty-year house. Now you're gonna. Now you're gonna make some plans and. Right. Okay. Now I can see how my career is. Was there ever a thought about not returning to this area? I mean, you've played in a lot of towns. Yeah. Was there ever a town like, hey, you know, Philly's nice or? Yeah. No, we like South Jersey. I mean, everybody's like, oh, New Jersey, but the, the South Jersey, the other side of the river from Philadelphia. Uh, but you know, everybody, a lot of people live in Jersey and then work in the city. Sure. And, and that we really liked it a lot uh, out there. Had great friends away. You know. People who knew the Flyers were, but they were away from the game and stuff. And our kids entered school, and so yeah, like your neighborhood school and very neighborhoody type place, and uh, nice little downtown and all that. So it was, it was that would that would have been a place where we would, but we had family back here. We knew our kids were playing hockey, so we were coming back here. Mike Knubel, uh former NHL star, U.S. Olympian, grew up in West Michigan, went to East Kentwood, played for Red at Michigan, also won Stanley Cups in Detroit. Was a one or two in Detroit. I was there for two of them. Two yeah. of them, yeah. Names wow. on a cup once, only once. Your, your name's only once? Yeah, yeah. It was oh. a black ace for one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. I, I came up that Detroit-Colorado game. Oh, okay. That was my first game. That was like 10 games to go. And Look I at Zane dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah, at him dropping. Yeah, yeah. He read that. He just that, was, that was what they I call the practice squad. He I Googled that. He's, he's, he's looking at yeah. Wikipedia right yeah, now. It was him and Jamie Pusher, right? Oh, oh amongst other guys. Yeah. yeah. Amongst I'm, I'm other guys. I'm checking his phone after this. He <laughs> yeah. just Googled that. Amongst other guys. Several several players. Dan and all. Probably Matthew Dan and all. Tim Taylor. Aaron Ward. Lots of guys. Wow. Good job, Zane. What a closer. Noob's yeah. good to see you in the studio, yeah, my thanks. man. Good to be here. My best to call. Enjoy the ND at Michigan Hockey yeah. Weekend in your own uh, building, and then Cam at Western come yeah. playoff time. Yeah, right. great. Yeah. Thank you. Yep, thank Zane, you. Wonderful end there. I with, know. I really am. Even he <laughs> looked really, surprised when yeah. you said Black yeah, Ace. Like, I know. I, that's Zane? what because that was when uh, you know we were in the heart of Detroit. He gave the same the constipated look at you that yeah, I did, like Zane. I know, I black know Ace and who, who the other guy was. I'm into the Black no, Ace. No, on, it's yeah. on Wikipedia. I guarantee it, and I'll yeah. find out here in a minute. Ace thank up you. the sleeve, the old Ace up the sleeve. Yeah, he is. Wow. Thank you so much, my man. Thank you. Yeah, Eric Zane will. Uh, join us coming up here at the end of the show. John Beeline uh, at the top of the hour on the state of Michigan basketball, our weekly conversation with Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew, Coach Beeline, and myself coming up in less than 15 minutes. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
The 51-year sportsman's tradition continues. It's Outdoor Rema at the Suburban Collection Showplace, February 22nd through the 25th. Four football fields of outdoor equipment, boats, and activities. Buy your fishing boat from dealers who know how to rig them right. Meet the lodge operators and guides from Michigan to Africa. Hunting and fishing gear, seminars with guides and pros. Great deals on fishing boats and pontoons. And the lumberjacks are back. Free crossover admission to the Cottage and Lakefront Living Show. It's Outdoor Rema at the Suburban Collection Showplace, February 22nd through the 25th. Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'm broadcasting statewide from Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Outdoor Rama 2024 is happening this weekend. And you can join me at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. And Lomas Brown will be there on Friday, former Lion, 2 until 4. You can see Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart. You could win and meet him at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sport, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500, or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. Save big on fuel with M-Perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan.
We are back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast presented by Soren Eagle and also the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. Download it. They have great sign-up bonuses. You can wager on all your favorite teams, play all your favorite games. Just download the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app wherever you download apps. Inside this hour, our conversation with the coach, a weekly happening during the 5 o'clock hour presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of America's top accounting CPA and business firms. Make that one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. World headquarters in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state. Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's West Michigan office in downtown Grand Rapids. Right off the S-curve, we'll get to a lot of topics with Michigan. Michigan State, the game last Saturday night. Spartans have... Iowa tonight. Juwan Howard and the Wolverines aren't going anywhere during the postseason, so I guess they have the Big Ten tournament if they want to have a miracle run. Uh, The Big Ten has been up and down and all over the place. I'm looking at the conference thinking, yeah, okay, Purdue obviously is the best team. Michigan State has a way to finish out the regular season maybe as the second-best team in the Big Ten. So if they win a couple of Big Ten tournament games, do they play their way into a five seed from a team that two months ago we thought had no shot at the tournament, wondering what was going on, and Izzo and his staff and his players responding. Uh, getting it done, Josh Garvey joins us in studio. I think John Beeline, we're getting word, his helicopter, Beeline 1, uh, just landed. Uh, he is set to join us. How you doing, Coach? I am good, Huge. How are you, Josh? Uh, Josh Garvey. Say hello to Josh Garvey. He has some questions for you today, too, okay? Good. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to those. I think the biggest question is right now, what's going on with Michigan basketball, John? And we'll start with you. Uh, they show life. They've done it in two straight games against Michigan State yeah. where – they shot lights out. The score at halftime wasn't indicative of where I thought the game would go both times. State did pull away. Uh, your thoughts on the current state of Michigan basketball? Well, that's, that's a tough one for me to even comment on, but I do know that they are better than their record. Um, and you could see that for half a basketball all year long, they've been as good as probably anybody. Uh, in one half, the first half, the second half, but putting those two halves together has been so hard for them. And uh, it just doesn't get easier as it goes along here either. So there's a lot to winning in the Big Ten. And uh, if you have weaknesses, they'll find them. People will find them. There's such good coaches everywhere. And uh, they really have their work cut out for them now to just, you know, finish with some respectability, move up a couple slots in the Big Ten, and then you know, have a good weekend in Minnesota. So um, it's going to, it's, but it's going to be hard because I think they are banged up a little bit now and uh, they've had opportunities before and they couldn't do them. So now they got to make the most of them. It's, it. Stranger things have happened, but it's good. Every week I say that and uh, it gets tougher every week. John Beeline joining us on the huge show, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR office also in studio. You watched the Michigan-Michigan State game on Saturday night. Uh, your thoughts on the Wolverine side? 
Yeah, I think to echo Coach's point, they played a really good first half. They were in the ball game, and it seemed like there was a little momentum there, but then they came out in the second half and looked a little flat. And so um, I'm not sure what's going on in Ann Arbor, if it's the coaching, if it's just not being able to string together the players to, to play a complete game. But it just I said this weeks ago, it just seems like there's something off there. I'm not sure. Not sure what it is. Well, what's not showing up on a stat sheet, guys, and I heard conversation about Rick Patino with 13 new players, the coach at St. John's, John, that when you bring a bunch of guys together who haven't played together, matter of fact, Juwan still had an open scholarship they couldn't fill just because of timing and what was available. Yeah. And you're trying to compact an offseason to get these guys to play as a team and then – Start a year where Howard did miss some games, and I'm making an excuse. Have Martelli running the show. Howard comes back. Then you hit streaks where you're losing. One thing that's not being talked about enough, and I think Patino went off on it a little bit after St. John's loss, I think it was Sunday or Monday night, this transfer portal where you have to turn to it, you're rolling the dice on what type of team you're going to have. Absolutely. I I think – more important than now, one of the things that allowed us to make have that great decade, that last 10 years that I was there, was we, we, we had an in, incredible culture where guys, most guys stayed and prospered and grew over those four years. Now, more than ever, that's got to be everybody's point of emphasis with any program because I think people will leave a team and transfer pretty easily. Uh, John Beeline, head coach at Michigan. I think we just lost him. I think his cell might have died. I think so, too. We so, actually, we're going to play huge theater. And Josh Garvey from the Thespian Society of Grand Rapids <laughs> uh, will play John Beeline and finish off his question. And it's really the same question I was going to ask you, where trying to put together a team – Full of transfers. Mel Tucker, we watched it implode. I worked for him one year because of Kenneth Walker. Okay, let's be honest. Right. All right. It, it did not work after that. It didn't. And and I think Hughes, is the NIL and the money now that's in college sports, there's a different dynamic now. And it makes you wonder, what does that look like, too, if you're a coach? How do you How do you get through it, right? How do you balance that? All right, hold on. I think uh, Coach Beeline is back. Uh, Coach Beeline in our Thespian Society is playing Donnie Dialton. <laughs> he was done for the day. He's, his phone might he might be in a bad yeah. area where it rang, it came back. So now the big question on the new game show that's taken over America, will the third time be a charm uh, with John Beeline? The Beeline one's going no, to the No, but it's a transfer portal. It's NIL where, where guys are getting paid, and it's it, – if you first want money, then is it really about winning? And if you're getting transfers from all these schools, guys who haven't been friends where, yeah, it might click like it did for one year with Tucker, but then it's a train wreck the next two years. I think that's a hard thing to balance as a coach. That's today. why I think a lot of these coaches are getting out of college. I do too. I think it's it's harder than it ever has been. Um, so for Juwan, you know, uh, in his defense, I think that's been a difficult uphill battle for him is – the transfers, the money, the NIL, all of those things. And just like with Hunter Dickinson, right, leaving for Kansas, it's it was all about money, right? And so 
That's a hard balance, huge. That's a really hard balance. Well, the transfer, the NIL, re-recruiting your players. You know, uh, Eric Zane's going to try and get John Beeline back up. Thank you, Eric, uh, producer <laughs> for the Eric Zane show. Super uh, flies in the islands? Super, I mean, no, he's he's, uh, he's on. The, this is him and his dad and friends. Hey. They're in the Rattlesnake Club of Michigan, and they're out in Arizona on a week-long rattlesnake hunt. Hey, good for him. Yeah. I mean, why... I think I want to stick my hand between a bunch of rocks in Arizona. <laughs> see if old Mr. Rattler's there. Hopefully he comes Maybe home. a whole den of snakes. <laughs> hope he I comes hope home. he has use of both hands because, again, I we welcome that. If he loses a hand because of venom, he still will be the producer. Yeah. <laughs> hope okay. he comes home. Hope he comes home. All right, home. I just won't double high-five him. But he still will be our, he still will be our uh, producer. Uh, now, uh, John Beeline already joins the show in progress. How you doing, Coach? Yes, I am. Uh, I'm here. We yeah, lost you. It happens. It's live radio. It's mobile. It, 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 it happens. You know what happened, but I'm back. I'm back. You're back. Guess who's back? Back again. John Beeline. All right, so the question I was asking you, and I talked about Patino and 13 new guys, and Juwan uh, with what he's had, what he's lost, uh, the transfer portal, NIL, re-recruiting your players. A lot of guys are getting out of college and they're either just retiring or they're going uh, to the pros. Your thoughts on a coach today? If, you, if you're John Beeline in today's climate, how do you get a team on the same page where you can have a productive season? Yeah, I, I, w- I am not a fan of the new coach coming in and saying, I'm starting over. We're getting 13 new guys. You know, the Deion Sanders, the Rick Pitino. Uh, there's so many situations that I took over, like when I had nine different coaching jobs where it was the retention of talent was the most important thing that you have to do. And they have you without, you know, if a guy wants to leave, he's got to leave. But I think you got to put him in such a situation of a culture of a family that he, he doesn't want to leave. And he's not going to even look at other offers because he likes where he is right now. And it's not always going to be a hundred percent, but, Boy, you get a, you get a guy that's been around that knows the school. It's been do everything you can to keep him, and then if you need to you need to get a transfer, you need to go get a couple. If you have some people leave, but other than that, you need to continue to grow this thing. Find good freshmen uh, that that will grow over time. Tell them you're going to give them opportunities, but they got to earn it. Wouldn't be much of a change for us. We had a transfer every year, but maybe now we'd have two. But we wouldn't go that full route, uh, Bill. I don't think it's smart. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn May, who's GR office, joining us. You can look at the difference between trying to piece together a team through NIL and transfers versus what Izzo had Saturday night. You look at a recruiting class that contributed. You looked at veterans that contributed. Now, moving forward, will that change for Izzo? But I know for a fact, publicly and privately, just what John said, Izzo told his staff or people connected he doesn't want to go beyond two transfers in any one season. Can't say I blame him. It's hard to build a unit. It's hard to build a culture. You can't build a culture if if you're flipping half the roster. If you're doing Patino at 13 or uh, Juwan this year, you just can't. You really can't. It's it, it makes that coach's job very, very difficult, and I, I don't see how that would be possible with a basketball team that has, what, maybe 15 players. That's a tough, tough battle. 
There was there was something I, I noticed, Josh and John, that during that game on Saturday night, when there were huddles, State was too deep. The whole team's lined up. It looked very organized. It looked like college basketball in a big rivalry game. And I looked over when they showed the camera with Juwan, and the assistants aren't there. Two players look like they're standing here, two over here. It, it, it kind of showed me when you're taking a bunch of guys who haven't played a long time together, there's just not that gelling mechanism. Now it's getting late in the game. You, you haven't scored in the last four minutes. It was seven minutes in a row. That is tough to pick up in-game as a team and as a coaching staff. You you just have to be so intentional today. But, I mean, as I said, look at the record that we had in everything, especially in March, when you're intentional about building culture every day, of making that a priority. Um, that is that's so helpful. That gets you – culture wins every time. And t- you need talent, but culture wins. And that's something that every coach, I think – is try, tries to do, but it is tough if you have a rotating roster, and that 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 happens when you know any of the any of the down years that we had, there was probably attrition to the NBA, and it was some guys that we recruited that we didn't think Nick Stauss was going to be Player of the Year in his, his sophomore year. Uh, there's no way that you would you would think Jordan Poole, you know, would do what he did after in his sophomore year. It's it's just it's hard to predict that. But that's why you you, you got to work hard at that, be intentional about your culture and how you build it daily. Daily. John Beeline, former head coach at Michigan, also with the Cavs and the NBA. Pistons uh, senior uh, instructor and also now on the Big Ten Network weekends uh, with hoops coverage. Uh, joining Josh Garvey, managing shareholder of the Dorn Mayhew GR office. Josh, uh, you watch a lot of and go to games, Michigan and Michigan State. Why has there been such a difference in the second half of those two Michigan MSU games on the Spartan side that favored them? On the Spartan side, um, they just seem to go into the locker room and reset, right? It's like they've got a good culture there, and you, and you feel that from the start of the game to the end, at least I do, um, witnessing some of those games in person and on TV um, and as a fan of the game. I think – He's got a great culture there. He just said it a few minutes ago. He's got the seniors. He's got uh, some some freshmen coming up. Um, they, they've just had a good mix of guys there that have been there. And and Izzo, I think, has been um, building that culture for, for his whole career at Michigan State. And so to answer your question, I think that Tom is able to go back into that locker room, and I think that he's got everybody engaged from the assistants all the way down the line, every player – Everybody on that bench is engaged in what's going on in that game. Hence why you said on that camera roll, I noticed the same thing. Everybody was up. Everybody was looking. Everybody was engaged in what was happening. They were locked in. That's uh, the difference. Uh, John, uh, you're there in the Big Ten studios on the Big Ten Network. Uh, you see a lot of college basketball. You coach a lot of college basketball, all levels. Uh, your thoughts on the difference right now where we sit with Michigan State rolling and I think, what is it, 13 and four in the last 17 going into the Iowa game uh, tonight. What's the biggest difference you think between Michigan and Michigan State hoops right now? Well, I can't, uh, let me just tell you, I said this about a month ago when there was, we had a lot of naysayers about Michigan State. And I said, they're playing the toughest part of their schedule when their schedule changes. 
they're going to be a better team. And that's exactly what's happened now, that they, they're, they've had some great wins with those games we're at home, with the Illinois win, et cetera. Uh, and that's sort of what's got them going. But I've already spoken enough about Michigan, I think. They're, they're, they have some holes right now they're trying to fill, and it's, and it's really hard. So, uh, but Michigan, Michigan State is who they are. Their record will be a good one. I don't think they're good enough to win the Big Ten championship in the regular season and go on that run. Uh, but they are good enough to get into the NCAA tournament and uh, have some fun in March. You know, it's interesting. Michigan, the the Big Ten tournament will be their postseason, will be their NCAA tournament. The question is, if you're Izzo in Michigan State, based on what you do starting tonight with Iowa and East Lansing, John, does every coach go into the Big Ten tournament and say, man, I want to win this thing, I want another trophy, or do you know the NCAA tournament is less than a week away, and you want to save legs for the big dance. How, how do coaches look at that? I, I think every coach wants to win it. They're just having had success there a couple of times, uh, it's it's when you when you uh, when you win that Big Ten championship like we did in seventeen and eighteen. Um, there's nothing. There's nothing better. I mean, and then you right after you win, you walk in. Uh, and in an hour, you know, you're in the NCAA tournament and, and you're back to work again. So everybody likes that. But if you're going to lose in that tournament, it's probably pretty good to lose early, to lose on Friday or Saturday so that you can get your legs back because you might be playing Thursday. You might be playing Wednesday. And to get regroup, it's pretty good. But uh, if you're a good team, you lose. It, you don't want to lose. But when when you are in the NCAA tournament, there's that that's how basically most of those teams are judged uh regular season championship and the uh did you get to the ncaa tournament and then how far did you go john when you guys had to wear the practice unis that was after uh the plane crash and you went to i think dc if i'm not yeah. wrong did you yeah. win that did you win that big 10 conference tournament we won that one yes we won yes. that one yes mm. Uh, that's one of the. That was a, that's a goosebump one. I was trying to remember. I know the. I know you got to the yeah. championship, and it was right after, uh, what was uh, the hand of God uh, on everybody in that plane, and you went yeah, there. Thank God. And had and had the practice uniforms, and you <laughs> won the Big Ten tournament. Mm. Yeah, that was that was a, 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 as memorable weekend as I've ever had in coaching, and I will never forget it. And then. Right after that, we had we had to go beat Brad Underwood in Oklahoma State and Rick Pitino in Louisville. We went did that too. Mm. It was an amazing group of players, and and then but then again we had to regroup. DJ Wilson went to the uh, at, to the NBA, and uh, Derek and uh, Zach graduated, and we had to plug new players in, and we were good enough that next year to go win it again uh, with a different group. But once again, we had the culture, we had returning players. Uh, made a big difference. Yeah, I remember that following week, I think it was, I talked to you and Matt Shepard was the Michigan radio play-by-play voice, and you guys described what happened in the plane going down that runway. And yeah. uh, that that was, uh, you said you're holding your I wife's hand. I, that, I think yeah. your wife was with yeah. you, and Shepard's yeah. thinking about his kids and his wife. And yeah. if you look at the photos, yeah. you guys were, that, that was a uh, building to yeah. your left, the berm and the hill down into the yeah. Yeah. creek. That was uh, that was an act yeah. of God in a 
positive way, and you got to we applaud we the pilots, right? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, we were blessed. Unbelievable. We were blessed. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, Coach Beeline joining us uh, each and every Tuesday, presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms, world headquarters in Troy, Michigan. Josh Garvey heads up their GR office just off the S-curve in downtown Grand Rapids on the west side of the state. So when you look at Michigan, I, I just don't see enough, Josh, for this team to go win the Big Ten tournament. I just don't see it. I don't see it either. I could see State winning, and I really could. I could too. Right. I could see State, Purdue, maybe Illinois. Right. I don't. I, who else is playing well? Nobody. I mean, uh, quietly, Rutgers and Maryland and Ohio State with a coaching change, right, after knocking off Purdue. I, I, John, who's your uh, – it would be Purdue is the easy because they have a shot at a one, I think at worst a two seed come selection Sunday. Who, who's a sleeper team or a team you really like in the Big Ten tournament? Well, Rutgers – I don't think Rutgers, Rutgers could make a run because they defense travels. And this kid, Jeremiah Williams, that they have that's now healthy right now has made a huge difference for them. Wisconsin's got a stop. Wisconsin's had enough adversity in, in February to really play well in March. You do need adversity in February to play well in March. I'm convinced of that. Otherwise – you get surprised and you're done. The tournament's in Minnesota, so you know they're they're seven and seven in this league, and they've beat everybody in the barn. So who knows if that crowd gets bigger and bigger and starts showing up, they make a run. What they do, but nor, nor, the, all the teams at the top, the four, you know, the 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 ones that have separated themselves: Wisconsin, Michigan State, Northwestern, Illinois, and Purdue. Obviously, they all can win it. But I, I nobody wants to play Rutgers. I'll tell you that. Maryland's very talented, so we'll see what happens. It'll be exciting. What uh, Big Ten team or teams, plural, have the best chance of getting to the Sweet 16 in the NCAA tournament? Uh, I think our top four do right now, Purdue, Illinois, Northwestern, and Michigan State. Um, with Wisconsin ha- certainly having a possibility, they just got to – they got to get some things going together, though. They got to find ways to to stop double penetration and also uh, get their feet in the paint uh, and score from there. People aren't giving help off their shooters, and nobody can get by anybody, so they're a little stuck right now. So, but but those the top four teams are the ones that I think they get done with the Big Ten tournament. They can win and get to Sweet Sixteen, and then then it's all about match. It's really all about matchups the whole time. You just got to get matched with teams you can beat. Uh, the style is perfect for you because uh, you could run into somebody that just really isn't a good matchup for you. Josh, who do you like to win more than one game in the NCAA tournament from the Big Ten? I think Michigan State right now. I think they're my front runner to, to make a run again. I think that this is comfortable territory. Even in front of Purdue? They, I do. I think the senior leadership there, they, they've got the right mix, the coach, They've got the culture, the team. I just I like their mix right now. There's young guys coming off the bench with energy. I like MSU to make a little bit of a run here. All right, before we're done, uh, Josh, at the end last week, Coach Beeline said, Josh, I'd like you to ask me a question. Think of a question yeah. you want to ask uh, the leader, the mentor, the man, not a myth because he's a living legend, John Beeline. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's your question for Coach? I got a question for Coach for sure. I did my homework, so – this one is a 
Coach, you, we know that we you share a love for Michigan basketball, and you you brought a, a strong culture in to a, a group that had struggled for a while in basketball. We were a football school. We've heard you talk about some of that on air with the facilities and how Coach Izzo invited you up for a tour. What does Michigan basketball have to do heading into next year and maybe even the year after? What are some things to get that John Beeline culture back that we had um, to, to compete again on the national level? Because you certainly had us there. And what are, what, what are some things you think we have to do to get Michigan basketball back to that playing stage? Boy, that's a tough one because I'm not, you know, in the inner circle there to be able to say things. But I think what I already talked about is retention of players is really important. Whoever has eligibility to come back, we're very much at making sure that they understand they're wanted the next year and, and try to develop them in the next, and then try to plug some, a plugger, plug a hole or two with a transfer portal and then get some fresh. We've got to get some freshmen. I shouldn't be saying we, they have to get some freshmen uh, that can also come and, and go with the, and grow with the program. There's so many good freshmen out there now because of the transfer portal and get back to that, you know, the way we've had good teams in recent years um, in, in, in Juwan's tenure as well, where we had developing players. We had players that had been there for two or three years, the Eli Brooks, they couldn't get on the court as a freshman uh, very little. And then he was, a, he was the glue that made them go his senior year. You got to get that mix of all those, and and I'm I'm sure they're aware of it, and we'll try to do their best. John Beeline, good stuff today, my man. Each and every week during the five p.m. hour, presented by one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms, Doran Mayhew, based in Troy, Michigan. Uh, Josh Garvey handles uh, the Grand Rapids office, managing shareholder here in West Michigan. Solid conversation, uh, Coach. We'll talk soon. Let's talk next week. All right, yeah. Let's do it next week. Like a coach, right. fire me up. I'm ready next week. Let's go. All right, thank you, John. Go. All right, see you guys. Bye. Yeah, great question uh, from Josh Garvey. There was one thing I did want to leave with, and this was from the Wolverine Corner. Somebody has you know a Twitter page where mm-hmm. they comment on Michigan basketball, mm-hmm. and and it talks about the era with Juwan. Yes, and. I understand, Coach. You know, being a former coach, he can't, you know, he's not there. Can't speak for everything uh, going on. But uh, this from the Wolverine Corner was uh, very interesting. In 2022, coming off an Elite Eight the year prior, Juwan Howard barely snuck in to the NCAA tournament as 11 seed. That team had a former All-American and four future NBA draft picks. In 2023, coming off a down year, Juwan Howard missed the NCAA tournament and lost to Vanderbilt in a horribly coached game in the NIT at the end. That team had a former All-American and two first-round NBA draft picks. It was the first time Michigan had missed the NCAA tournament since 2015. This season, coming off a missed NCAA tournament last year, Juwan Howard has led Michigan to one of the worst seasons in the history of the program. During the season, Juwan Howard ran his longtime and well-respected strength and conditioning coach out of town and issued one of the most 
laughable suspensions I have ever seen to Doug McDaniel, road games only. The program is in a free fall. There's no culture, identity, or respect left. What John Beeline built is gone. There's not one logical reason to retain Juwan Howard. It's over. Mm. I, I thought the facts stated there. Mm. If, if, if I was Judge Huge, which the TV pilot's working on right now, I'm having some anger issues <laughs> arguing with people, but we're working on Judge Huge. Uh, I would say that is a great closing statement on the state of Michigan basketball right now. Sounds like we've got a leadership issue. That's obvious. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Great question to coach. Thank you. Uh, always good to have you in the studio. Thank you very much. All right, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. Each and every Tuesday during the 5 p.m. hour, we talk hoops with Josh, Coach Beeline, and myself. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for winning. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, it's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Suddenly, Michigan State's men's basketball team has a shot perhaps to finish at least in third place in the Big Ten's regular season. There are two teams that have been dominant, right? Purdue and Illinois. And the Spartans still have to play at Purdue amongst the five games they have remaining. But first things first, with three straight wins, the Spartans will be heavily favored at home this week. Tuesday night against Iowa, Sunday afternoon against Ohio State. If the Spartans get past those two, they still have two road games left at Purdue, likely an underdog, of course, in the final game of the regular season at Indiana, and who knows what will be on the line for both of those teams. Can the Spartans keep their momentum going? Well, they hope to at least this week with the home games. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Leonard Skinner. C.C. That soaring Eagle Casino, the sharp dressed simple man tour. Leonard Skinner and CC Tom. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinner and CC Tom. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. 
Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Download the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. You can wager on your favorite teams. Also play your favorite games wherever you download apps. Just search Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. A couple of great days with Eric Zane for the Eric Zane Show podcast producing Superfly A's. On that rattlesnake vacation out in Arizona, and Zane has been punctual, friendly, interactive, solid on air, well-prepared. I may rush him to the med center when we're done today. He's been enjoyable. I know a lot of you that know him. Things I just said aren't really part of the adjective description resume of... Uh, Eric Zane, so yeah, it's been pretty cool, my man. I, Bill, um, it's always a joy to be back on the radio, and I'm just glad to be invited. It is surprising that we do have a a, a respectful friendship that I, you know, I in, never. You mean? It's surprising because of where we started. Yeah, when you were oh, on, yeah, it when, was ugly when you were on free booze and uh, chicken necks, whatever it's called. That's yeah. that's not what they're known as. What, what's her name? It's uh, Free Beer and Hot Wings. Yeah, and you're doing a good thing. I'm going to say this, and, and Free Beer and Hot Wings are syndicated nationally. They're based in Grand Rapids. Yeah, they're in a lot of small markets. Radio isn't about the big city. That's right. Even though I worked in Chicago for three years, I'm not bragging, and did Saturday Night Huge show on CBS Sports Radio, not bragging. It's an excellent barter show. You're doing a review of their show. A podcast review every week, right? Um, what we do is we review them one week, and then the next week I'll get my old air checks and review those. Oh which my is gosh. hilarious! Old air check. I, I in my basement. So every other week, I have the old. I got to figure out how. It's really transferring them. Get them to me. I can do it. Oh my! I would love to do review Bill's old oh, shows. Oh my god! And I'll just share the podcast. Oh yeah. Oh, I'll get you because they're all cassettes. You have I, to get, I have that. Or they're CDs I can, I that can were dub. burned. I've right? got all that. Because now in this studio, yeah, you don't find cassettes anymore. You can't right. transfer. Yep. The disc. You have to get them to a computer. Right. On a file, so you have the cassettes and all that. Yeah. Yep. yep. I've talked to my good friends over at uh, Reaver and Hot Wings, and they 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 love that I do this. Uh, they do. They, they endorse it. They I'm love reading it. them. They love it. This is. Uh, Greg says, uh, outside of my weekly play-by-play football gig, right. I look forward to going to the Eric Zane Show podcast 
in his review of our show mm-hmm. and also a look back at his own takes. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? I, mean, I did hear the one when you... Everybody's getting along. People in Saginaw listening, Midland, Saginaw, Bay City on 100.9, The Mitt, the sports radio station, you started your first on-air gig was in... Oh, yeah, right there. Saginaw, right? Right. And you played that on one of your With podcasts. Brett. I played it with Brett. Yeah, no, it was with Brett. Yeah, when you were filling in for me. Yes. Yes, when I was driving, to, I think, to Ace's opening football game at North Branch yep. last fall, you played that. Oh my God! You sound like you're 12 years oh, old. Oh, I know it. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was that was something. I called your wife and said, "Did he hit puberty before he started on radio in Saginaw?" Little, little seasoning. Had to smoke a few darts. <laughs> Lung darts. You ever, have you ever smoked? Have you ever smoked in your life? I tried it once, and I just oh, uh, it's awesome. That, cigarettes. Yeah, that's what I meant. Cigarettes. Yeah, cigarettes are horrible. They're awesome. Are you kidding me? You, how long did you smoke? No, I'm just saying, like, occasionally. You, yeah, but I could see Like, you even being... today, like, occasionally, if I'm around the fire with my brother-in-law, it's one in the morning and grailing, we'll bust out the darts. No, but for you, I could Newports. see you, knowing how nervous Nelly you are yeah. and anxious about everything, that if you thought smoking could help your sound on oh, radio. Oh, yeah, I'd do it. I could see you, a carton of like yeah. 50 cigarettes in your mouth. At once. Oh, You're yeah. going, you know, it helps my voice resonate. I, I need, an, I need air. some type of edge. Not everybody is blessed with a great voice. No. Hey, no. but I, I, in what, 20, it's into the 23rd year now. Oh, whoa. We since, just, since what? This will be the 20, September 23rd will be 23 years in Michigan. You. Doing the show. Oh, that's, that's a And long some time. of the old stuff. That you can hear when you're older, yeah. but you're in denial and you don't hear it because you're doing radio or you're doing podcasts or you're doing commercials and you're talking. I can hear from the early stuff. And then now I'm getting people like Mark Secchia, Peter Secchia, the late Peter mm-hmm. Secchia, great man, his son, ran into him at the golf show. He goes, man, he goes, how you doing, Bill? He goes, and I, Mark just moved back, I think, from California with his wife, lives in East Grand Rapids, into private business. And he goes, man, I, I, f- I have a photo I want to give you. Your hair is blonde. Oh, boy. You're, you're skinny, and you, and you look really good. And I'm like, oh, no. What is that? What are you saying oh, right now? He might as well have just said your, your hair looks dumb, you're fat, your hair is and you're gray. ugly. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, your yeah. hair is gray. You're, you're fat, he's, and I'm surprised you're still alive. He's, he's hardcore. He went ham. Oh, my God. I kind of like, I, I looked at him. There was nothing I could really no, complain about. Probably know? has a private trainer, right? Yeah. You know, lives in East Grand Rapids, probably has a butler. Right. He's probably got $100,000. Probably actually has a script writer who wrote that on what to say the next time you ran into Bill Simons. Wow. Had it ready to go. Ready, and I go, like, wow. And then he, <laughs> I go, this, this was just before I'm walking in mm-hmm. to do the show last week at the golf show, which, by the way, this Friday, uh, Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com will join me. I'll be at Outdoor-Arama at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi, Detroit area. How do you keep all that together? Friday, I, 3 until 6. I could never have done what you just did. All those words, I would have I ruined it. And Lomas Brown, the former Lion, I'll be at the Impact Power Sports setup. And Lomas Brown will be there at 2 until 4 doing selfies, signing autographs, and you can see the Lions golf cart you could win from Impact.
Power Sports. Just text IMPACT to 21000, and we'll give that away this summer. It is a long giveaway. I think it's about a seven-month giveaway. <laughs> Just oh, kind of yeah. going yeah. through the Lomas Brown appearances at Outdoorama. He was there at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit. He'll be in West Michigan uh, coming up the first week in March at the Outdoor Show in downtown GR. So good Very man. cool. Impact. And the card's pretty cool. Those people are great over there. Drew. Yeah, Kathy. Drew and the crew, Kathy Mason, everybody. So just text IMPACT to 21000, and you'll be in the drawing this summer when the huge show uh-huh. has our golf event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Just text IMPACT to 21000. Yeah, good work, man. And the Eric Zane Show podcast is fantastic. You do one with Ben, right? Yes, once a week, Ben and I get together. Yeah, my, old, my old radio buddy, And ben. you're doing the review uh Every other week of Free Beer and Hot Wings, yep. that podcast has yep. thousands uh, listening. Just search Eric Zane Show podcast. And then the flashback on critiquing yourself right. has to be well, unbelievable. Oh, it's it's so cringeworthy to hear the different eras from uh, and when, uh, attitude, rock jock to, yeah. uh, you know, just when, when you thought you were good. Too. Just terrible. Right. Every bit of it is terrible. E- easy. We got to roll. I'll talk right. to you tomorrow. See you in studio. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Joining us, one final segment straight ahead. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. We are back inside the leadership locker room. Bill Simonson with Greg Harris. He has his book, Sage Advice, which covers leadership and all the principles necessary to run a business, own a business, and be a part of of a successful business, and he joins us back in the locker room. How you doing, my man? Bill, great to see you today. All right, let's talk about Sage Advice, which now is available on Amazon. People can get it wherever they uh, download their books or buy them. But uh, let's give a thumbnail version of what Sage Advice is all about. I think it came down from me, Bill. I'm not a self-made person, and most of us aren't. People had influence, mentors, coaches. Are we coachable? Uh, the wisdom they have that we can pass on I thought to myself, I'm going to write it and I'm going to interview a lot of folks. My parents, my grandparents really gave me some great nuggets of truth to live by. And I share them with the audience. It's a fascinating book. It's a little embarrassing because I didn't heed all of their advice all the time. I'm not perfect. But the book itself is uh, pretty much a celebration of honoring your elders and adhering to some wisdom they earned. Greg Harris, Sage Advice. If people want to read this book, uh, the online version... Uh, I assume they get a paperback. Uh, Where do they go to get Sage Advice? You can go to MaximizeLeadership.com. MaximizeLeadership.com. Or you can go to Amazon and put in the Sage Advice, Greg Harris. It pops up number one. You you can get delivered by the Amazon truck. I can even do it in my Suburban if if, if it's really good. Amazon's using those EV vehicles. I don't do EV. You can't hear them coming. No, no, they're sneaky. They're sneaky. Knock, knock. What's there? I got you Sage Advice from Greg Harris. Here's Sage Advice. I'll give you Sage Advice. Put some gas. Don't buy an EV. gas in that van. (laughs) Again, look for the book Sage Advice. Greg Harris joins us in the leadership locker room here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. 
Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.